0: I'm kylie and i'm Corey, and we are lit live patience. welcome everybody this is our fifth episode yeah we're doing so excited um a court of wings and ruin akawar part one yep. i messed that up <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. a couple episodes ago <laughs> no literally in the third episode um because we're two episodes ahead um we're right now we're editing the third episode we're mm-hmm. recording the fifth And I said Tamlin instead of Reese and I, in one of them. And I was like, I did notice that I I almost died. Well, okay. So I said it was episode or part two and it was part one. Also, I have a correction from episode three that I need to make. I actually have one too. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So my correction is, um, that it was Reese that misted the orange from episode three and it wasn't an orange. It was a lemon wedge. Oh, and that was our whole inspiration for was the a, drink okay. and i <laughs> messed it all up so it was an or it was a lemon wedge it, it misted by reese okay well what uh, so i have one too so when we were describing winnowing i kept saying it was transportation and i meant teleportation <laughs> <laughs> same thing though no it's, it's kind of the same it, they are tra- it, is a form of transportation. it is a form of transportation but i meant teleportation That's- so <laughs> <laughs> you and never said that once i was like well it's transportation it's trans." in my head yeah. i'm thinking oh that's i know that's teleportation but yeah. it's transportation when it was in my mouth i don't know what was happening <laughs> <laughs> so bad uh um, but anyways we have we released our first two episodes five days ago and we already have like 100 downloads that's so exciting yeah thank you guys liked, so much yeah and from texas california louisiana and virginia yeah do you know anybody in those states um no. I know who the Louisiana ones might be, but other than that, like thank you guys yeah, for listening. Put right in because we we're even, lonely. Do you even know who the California ones are? No. I, I
1: don't know anybody say, in California,
0: I, I don't think. I mean, I know people in California, but I couldn't maybe they're watching. You if don't you either. are, please let me know. That'd be or listening. Please let me know that. It's incredible. Thank you. Yes. And if I don't know you but still thank you, we yes. can be friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, write right in. We'll be friends. Yeah. We're lonely. I'd love that. Um, anyways. Are we ready? Yes. Um let's talk about what we're drinking. Oh yes, of course. Oh, I, I have a name for it. It is hidden. Actually, I actually didn't know that. <laughs> I've made it up today. Um it is the Fabane Fizzberry Fruity. <gasps> Ooh, yes. So it is inspired by the sweet, sweet nectar of Fabane. Which is used like a whole bunch in this part of the book. And it hits you quite hard. Yeah. Just like Fabane, so oh yeah and it a diminishes all my power the vodka because in my inhibitions <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh, my okay God. so where we left off last book favor is at the spring court she is a spy she is high lady mm. but no one knows no one knows that yet yes nesta and elaine are high Fey. elaine is lucian's mate and a father is still on the continent trading <laughs> <laughs> elaine is lucian's mate and literally he decides to tell her five seconds after she got dunked in a fucking cauldron yeah he he, thought, he has oh, no chill this is a good time no chill um okay so i have the first six chapters and i just want to preface this by saying like i am really focusing on like nesta elaine lucian durian and eris because i feel like they're all bring, being presented to us as like as in, in a way that's not real yeah there's like more behind them mm. And so I'm really picking apart all their dialogue and stuff. Okay, so we get a cold open here. It's two years before the wall, which is like 500 years ago. Rhysand is walking through a field of dead soldiers after fighting a gruesome three-day battle. He's turning bodies over, afraid Cassian might be among them, but he doesn't find him. All right, so we're moving on. Part one, Princess of Carrion. Fera is at the Springport. of course she is fake painting <laughs> <laughs> she's real painting but she's fake painting her feelings yeah she's like I hate this yeah the hate yeah. is just stewing inside of her so much so that she has to practice smiling in the mirror as to look genuine her high lady tattoo is glamored so no one can see it she did try to tell Lucian that the night court won't hurt Elaine in the first few days that they arrive back because they don't talk about her anymore yeah and every time she does his metal eye word <laughs> <laughs> I am, I am super interested in and his eye, actually, as well. Yeah, it'll be fun to see when that kind of comes to flourishing. Yes. Farah mentioned she did go hunting for the two pairs of wings that Tamlin apparently kept as trophies, uh, Reese's sister and mom, but yeah. she couldn't find them. Um, she's sleeping in a different bedroom now, like, from the one before. She did peek into her old bedroom one time, and it shredded all to hell. Like, Tamlin shredded it all for whatever reason, and it has been preserved that way. Like, no one's touched it. For whatever reason, Tamlin's coping mechanism is just a f- like, fuck shit up. Yeah. It's and, so unhealthy. Like, get a therapist. And why not clean up after it? Ugh. It's also covered in vines and thorns, like the rose garden is creeping in. Hmm. Feyre has not seen I, yet. But she is coming to explain her side of the story. And Feyre is willing to hear her out, a.k.a. decide how to shred her into pieces. <laughs> her excuse <laughs> is she did it because, quote, I thought you wanted your sisters to have eternity to spend with you, but you were too afraid to say anything. Also, I did it for Lucian because he would be devastated to be mated to a human with such a short lifespan. Which is interesting to me because... How would she know? How, yeah. How would Lucian have even known that? How do you know? Because it doesn't seem like the mating bond snaps into place with humans it seems like the, being fey right and Fay is so, the only thing that would really connect it's a bunch of mic- bullshit yeah so but we know that Ianthe is full of fucking absolute shit yes also hibern's forces are too great to be stopped so it, it can only be weathered now that's why she did it mm. and i genuinely feel sorry for tamlin at this point he's trying so hard to keep the court together everyone's safe and content but it is like a fruitless endeavor and he's just turning a blind eye to everything that's going that's you know what i mean things are falling to shit why do you feel bad for tamlin tamalama ding dong right now because he's okay (laughs) (laughs) because he's just like uh, just like living in his own world like what are you doing i guess i don't feel bad it's like it's like the here comes the consequences to my actions like what he's surprised that he's in he is getting duped a lot though He is getting duped a lot. I but I do think that everything that's happened to him up until this point is is on him. Yeah, like he (laughs) should. I I, listen, and we talked (laughs) about this. I maybe Fera's letter. Um, he would have been like, "This isn't written by her." Remember the one that she had written in the last one? I can understand why he freaked out at that. Yeah, but going to Highburn will never not be the (laughs) stupidest fucking decision he's ever made. Yeah, it's crazy. Ugh. Um, but okay, so we're getting things going quickly because jurian is coming favor is baffled that tamlin and lucian don't seem to mind that the king has the cauldron and that they're inviting his people into their land yeah that's crazy farah and reese have only talked through the bond once or twice and it's not a lot of words exchanged ever because it's possible that reese's scent will stick to her longer if she keeps using the bond which Mm -hmm. is counterproductive to her goals right jurian comes as planned with prince dagden do you know the, how these are pronounced dagden and branna dagden and then princess branna who are twins and also nephew and niece to king Hibern, and they are really fucking weird <laughs> I, was like, I was so hoping you were gonna I didn't mention... write i didn't write anything about their um like the, them because they are really fucking weird and i don't know why but but like weird and in, in an incestuous way yeah like, like, they're they like might oh we be... can get your own rooms and they're like oh we'll stay together and they like they're very like literally like <laughs> They definitely bang. <laughs> they definitely have sex. Like yeah, they're definitely Jamie god. and yeah. Cersei. Like coded. Mm-hmm, that's exactly what I thought. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, and she and he like cuts her meat up for her and like <laughs> it's and so <laughs> weird. Feeds her to to oh, her. It makes me uncomfy. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but it is nice that we get to know their names and be so acquainted. <laughs> oh my god, these are the people that we have to know are their names. These are the people. That's yeah. insane. <laughs> Um, they remind me from the twins from the legend of Cora. Have you ever seen that show? I haven't. No. Oh, it's so good. One girl, the girl twin is voiced by Aubrey Plaza. Oh, and it, she, it's like her normal, like monotone deadpan humor kind of voice. And I think that fits well with, with, um, Branna. Yeah. Branna. Branna. Which, which one's the girl? I think Branna po- is the girl. Okay. <laughs> it's like, <when> I'm, <laughs> I'm not hundred percent. I think. I love their names though. I will say yeah, that. Yeah. That is they fit. Um, I love how casual Jurian is. Mm hmm. The mm-hmm. twins are openly staring out of curiosity at Feyre, and Jurian says, "It's not every century that the contested possession of a female launches a war, especially a female with such talents." Mm. And Feyre snaps back, "Perhaps if you'd bother going to war over Miriam, she wouldn't have left you for Prince Draken." Then he's oh. like, "Careful what you say, girl," and she's like, "Or what? You'll throw me in the cauldron." Oh, <laughs> that was a good clapback. Oh. God, I wish I would. I wish I could be in these books because my reaction would be. So, I would. I'd Be like on my the popcorn. Side. You'd be like a <laughs> servant in the manor, just like peeking in. I would <laughs> over overhearing. This is so good. Did you hear that? <laughs> uh, but even though like it's tense words between them, I feel like they're vibing a little bit. I don't disagree. Yeah. Um. Also, this guy, Durian, has been encased inside of a ring as an eyeball for five hundred years, and he's supposed to be like insane. Mm. Um. And everyone says that, but we don't really see that too much. No, I don't. No, June. he doesn't really show any kind of, ins- like, insanity. He's not, in like, walking ever. in circles, like, talking to himself ever. No. <laughs> That's what, what I would expect. I agree. I agree. Uh, Feyre immediately clocks the twins might be Damati, like her. Um, I'm just... There's just kind of notes that I'm popping in. They're going to the wall tomorrow. Durian talks shit about Lucian's mate. Mm-hmm. And he's just stirring the pot. And then Durian tells Feyre that he knows Miriam isn't dead because he tried to resurrect her rector with the cauldron. And, like, it didn't work because she can't she can't be resurrected if she's still alive right and she's like where is she and all pharaoh says is well i was told she is dead so i don't know what to tell you mm. and and then um i think last episode i said i thought that Moore admitted to jurian that she was alive like while they're at highburn but i looked it up and this is what happened so Moore said miriam and draken and drowned in the erythrian sea and julian jurian calls her a liar uh, and asks where did you take her and more says away from you i took her to prince Draken. they were mated and married the night you slaughtered clithia and she never thought of you again so i guess it's not an, like an outright admission that she's alive but if i was Jurian, yeah. i would be like oh she's alive. M- yeah of course like more with the gift of truth is <laughs> spinning some webs a little yeah, bit i guess so yeah okay as they're bickering about Miriam's fate, Pharaoh realizes the twins are trying to get into her, Lucian, and Tamlin's minds. So she snaps up shields around their minds and then drags black talons down their white bone mental shields as a warning. Mm. All right. So the next day they go to the wall. The twins check it out for like hours. We don't know like what they're looking for. Lucian says to Feyre, whatever you're planning, it's going to get us in knee deep shit. So he knows that she's up to something. He's been known for sure. Yeah, he's, all, he's it's looked a, in her since, Yeah, yeah. Pharaoh ignores him and asks, "What can you even see with your metal eye? <laughs> why, why does she come up with these things? <laughs> she's sometimes she's so mean, like in in so like un. She she doesn't mean to be. She redirects. She like you know what I mean. She redirects these things she so she doesn't want to talk about by like attacking in the meanest yeah. way. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't answer her though he says i would have fought with the humans in the war you know pharaoh's like whatever like you're marching with Hybern now mm. he then tells her he found her ring the day that she left left melted in the stones and he also says going to Hybern was a trap and what happened was not what he was expecting See, that's where I'm just like fuck off because yeah. oh King of Hybrid did something evil. That's so crazy. Yeah, like, at, who, what at this point? Just like admit that you really, really, really fucked up. Yeah, just stop trying to make ownership. excuses. Yeah. He knows she lied, okay. Even though she doesn't admit it, we get the sense that he's biding his time as to what to do with her, mm. as Pharaoh is also doing. Mm. And her scheming starts now because they bond a little bit about the horrible situation they're in, and they're sitting knee to knee, practically nose to nose, and Jurian sees them, and that's what. Feyre wants then later Lucian helps her off her horse and she like pats him on the shoulder she's like thank you thanks pal and he helps her like in a sexy way like he like brings <laughs> her down by her hips yes. and she's like uh, oh that's that touch and she says it's hard to remember to hate him sometimes we learned that Tamlin refused Ianthe in the great right on Kalanmai and refused to participate at all so Lucian had to take part in that and Lucian and Ianthe completed the right together which ianthi's been plotting for a hot minute and then he and then pharaoh he begs her not to tell elaine he's like i had to i had to complete the right with ianthi please don't tell elaine yeah what what lucian doesn't realize is that elaine would not give (laughs) about two fucks i don't know when she ever will she will (laughs) for real but pharaoh sympathizes with him and he says you are a better friend to me than i ever was to you truth maybe I don't I, yeah, I actually I don't know. disagree. Yeah. <laughs> actually, when you I mean, what compare if they were ever really do for Lucian? Lucian always was doing stuff for Feyre. always under the mountain. I mean, he wasn't all that great to her like prior to that. Yeah. Um, but she didn't do anything special for him prior to that. Yeah, you're you're not wrong. You know, and he was just feeling he fought guilty her every chance he got. Mm-hmm. And Tamlin like f- intimidated him to the max. Like really, what did she ever do for him? it hasn't happened yet (laughs) for me it's a one-sided friendship on lucian's side yeah he's just feeling really guilty yeah okay but it only takes a dress being too small for favor for alice to see that favor was putting on a ruse Mm. alice is trying to confide in her that she knows and she knows resand is good and favor says like no he's a monster more abducted me Mm. and she's like nah my cousin works at the summer court and you are happy and healthy yeah, wasn't she also like, I was there the day you got taken. I was begging them to take yeah, you. Yeah, she said that as well. I was like, I saw more. Yeah. And she's like, no, she kidnapped me. <laughs> like, no, I, I saw her. I was forced. <laughs> Feyre is afraid for Alice to outright know the truth and is having an internal battle because Alice is a friend, but the risks are just too great and Feyre sticks to her ruse. Um, And Alice just asked her to leave and her and her nephews out of whatever plans that she has. But Feyre just zips it up. should not say anything. Oh, um, it's summer solstice. This is a good part. Mm, so good. Ianthe insists on doing rituals and prayers two hours before dawn. No one is happy. It's reminiscent of attending mass when you're a kid and not understanding or caring about any of it. <laughs> before That's you can- so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting note. During the ceremonies, Jurian recites a prayer that Feyre had requested Ianthe to add in honor of the warriors who fought for their safety each day. And, well, and, yeah, and all the other people to get up there too. Everyone but... Why, why, why oh just so she could probably do this yeah as the sun crests the horizon Ianthe raises her arms expecting to be lit up by the sliver of sun that they picked out the spot specifically but it's Pharaoh that's glowing instead because she had slyly moved her marker a little while earlier and she glows and glows and oh how the sun has blessed her and the people love it and they fall to their knees lucian being the first and Ianthe is speechless and it's just a game to undermine Ianthe's power over these people and to get under her skin. And also with Lucian being the only one that was near her, like to kind of push that narrative of her and, Luci- oh, of her and yep. Lucian. Oh, yep. Feyre and Tamlin dance and Feyre plays the sweet, innocent girl. But after everything Tamlin says, she quips back in her head something spiteful. You let Ianthe take Lucian at Kalanmai. You couldn't complete the right, but you could make a deal with Highburn. Was it all worth it? Mm. She's fucking mad. Fair. She- oh. Ugh. This part is my favorite. Is it? This is where I was like, finally, she has a personality. Oh, good point. <laughs> so she is jolted awake by a nightmare later that night and seeks out Lucian across the hall. Their rooms are right across from each other. And his room, by the way, is bedecked in autumn court colors. What do we make of that? Because I really don't know. That's I don't know what to make of that either. I I was gobsmacked. When yeah. I that. Um, write in. Let us know your theories why he would do that, because he's adamantly against his brothers and his dad and his court my thought my thought and they kind of I'm, I'm gonna get back to what i have a theory about. we'll talk about it when we when we get to the part where i think about this okay Let's
1: key that because okay. i want
0: to because i want to yeah. hold on to that thought all right she fakes being scared about the dreams and fake cries in Lucian's shoulder and he's half naked and comforts her. And she's and- in the tiniest little nightgown. <laughs> oh, yeah. The one that he, like she see-through. wore for Tamlin yeah. last year. He's cradling her head, hugging her close, saying, I'm sorry. And there is a fanfic of the scene out there. I just know it. Mm. She looks up into his eyes and Tamlin walks in on them and they whip apart, but Tamlin is seething. is like, I had a nightmare. I had a nightmare. Then she's like, okay, uh, I'm going to back to bed. Good night. <laughs> and, like slams the just goes back to her room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and at first I thought that she felt tamlin coming to her room to fuck yeah like he was and to avoid having to deal with that she faked a nightmare but that is not the case she faked the nightmare she faked going in there so that Mm -hmm. way she could yeah yeah she manipulated tamlin to seek her out that night by dancing with him at kalamai and giving him the signs then she manipulated lucian to make it look like they were either just got done doing something or they were just about to start Mm -hmm. Um, and she is preying on what Tamlin has feared from Pharaoh's very first days there that Lucian had her have some sort of connection. I do not like Lucian being collateral damage in this, but this is so evil genius. I can't even hate her. I can't even hate on her for one second. I can't even, I can't be mad at her for half a second. Oh my gosh. It's so good. It's so horrible at the same time. It is, but it's, I would, Oh, it's so good i can't it's so it's a lot too it's like conniving i just i just wish it was someone else i understand why she picked lucian yeah because tamlin's always been insecure about their friendship mm -hmm. but so good (sighs) okay so a set of keys go missing tamlin doesn't seem to care ianthi is nervous to announce to everyone that the lands near her temples are dying and it might be the naga Mm -hmm. or naga naga i I, I, i'm gonna say naga I don't actually remember There is a there's a guide where you can let yeah. me you know what it says, but <laughs> they're going to the wall again and Feyre is like, Tamlin, you don't need to come with me. But Auntie says, you never know when the night court will try to snatch her away. And you know Tamlin is worried about Lucian and Pharaoh. so but then Ianthe says, Perhaps if you turned to return to him his family's wings, he would settle down. And Tamlin's like, I burned them a long time ago. Mm. I don't know if I love that or hate that. He sounds remorseful and shameful, so yeah, but burning them like he couldn't have just sent them back. Yeah. Like, why would you... <sighs> Whatever. He, he doesn't deal with things very well. No. Okay, so they're winnowing slash walking to the cleft in the wall the next day. They have to walk between winnowings because Dagden can winnow, but Branna can't. <laughs> and so he, like, has to winnow her. And they have to winnow, like, all the people that they're taking. Um, And it takes a toll on them. So they have to walk sometimes, which means they have to camp out. And as they're getting ready for bed... Lucian tells Pharaoh there's no way to get out of this deal with Highburn. And we learn a little bit about the magic of bargains and why Tamlin couldn't keep Pharaoh at the manor when Reese called his bargain in because he the magic has to go somewhere and it probably would have came back to Tamlin and killed him. Yeah. And that's the reason they avoid bargains to begin with, unless it's necessary. Um, but like it's worked out from Feyre, for Farah like every single time literally all of her bargains she's like great keep making them like, yeah literally every bargain she's ever made <laughs> yeah she's like i don't understand that why you guys like, keep saying I... that same thing with the cereal like every <laughs> yeah cereal's not hard to gudge no <laughs> yeah. why is everything in this world so so, so everyone easy for her. else is stressed out about all these things and she's like i don't get done. it done <laughs> yeah done Lucian reveals he visited the scholars in the day court to try and find a way to break the bargain between um, Reese and Feyre. Lucian did that. Hmm. Despite him begging Tamlin to stay away from Highburn until he heard back from the day court. After that day in the forest when Lucian tried to take Feyre, he agreed to go ahead with the Highburn plan. He, uh, this is a quote, he was frantic. The scholars at the day court worked too slowly. I begged him for more time, but you'd already been gone for months. He wanted to act, not wait. Despite that letter you sent because of that letter you sent i finally told him to go ahead with it after that day in the forest after that day tamlin destroyed favor's room the study and his bedroom and killed the sentries who'd been on guard and lucian did beg for mercy on their behalf but to no avail and she's like well did the sentries try to stop him and he's like he's a high lord (laughs) To be fair, though, like that's that's fair, because if it was any other court, it would be the same thing. If the High Lord gives its orders and do, does it like that's it. And yeah. technically what everyone technically Lucian is the seventh son mm-hmm. of. We'll, get, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he's the seventh I'll son. P- a, uh, allegedly. Yeah right and so it's like what really i mean his ranking is not like it's 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 higher than the centuries but he doesn't have like if it's just like in the night court yeah when Freesand says something's done it's done yeah but Fabra doesn't understand that because she doesn't see that because she has a lot of sway with Freesand, and true. she's high lady true so she doesn't have good perspective on that whole thing but that's why i don't fully understand like that's so stupid to me that she feels like that because it's like you go anywhere else <laughs> and it's probably the same thing as the spring yeah year. To conclude, Lucian says it was either go to war with the Night Court and Highburn or ally with Highburn and use it as an advantage in the future. Uh, And use it as an advantage in the future, which we don't really know what that means. Like, the future part. Mm. The next morning, Feyre is cleaning up by a stream and Branna says she'd pick Baron's son too because Autumn Court males fuck with fire in their blood. And that's why she had so much fun in the war. I'm (laughs) upset. obsessed with that and she says that because you can see pharah is getting close to lucian on purpose oh. and everyone's noticing um they ho- they hike to the hole in the wall and see three children of the blessed looking through it and it's so funny to me to to imagine like the children of the blessed like going to the wall and then, like peeking through and like, immediately seeing these fairies they're like oh we found them <gasps> i'm <laughs> like we what the rumors are true literally and they're like high like high-ranking fae so that's yeah it is it is funny oh god okay chapters 7 through 13 so pharah is attempting to scare these dumbass children of the blood oh no (laughs) i'm gonna read straight from my notes because i feel like they're honestly gold um She's trying to scare these dumbass children of the blessed because she knows the twins will fuck them up. <laughs> <laughs> she gets into their minds and convinces them that the Fae that they're seeing are monsters trying to hurt them. And they and they did. Yeah. they Yeah. Durian does thank her for doing this and asks what happened to the to humans that crossed the wall. And Fae says she doesn't know. They never they never returned. She's like, I don't know. Never, never came back. Which we do know that for a time um they were being used as messengers and definitely being killed yes which we saw in the first book with Am- by Amarantha. right so e- it's um, not good for the children of yikes. the blessed yeah definitely not not good things i mean no. we've not seen one human in this world so. that's true uh they talk about Jurian's motivations for aligning with the king of Hybern, and he says that he's trying to get to miriam because she betrayed him during the war with sweet sweet prince draken which we don't even know what prince draken looks like at this point and i already (laughs) would choose prince draken that name alone oh okay is probably he's probably super hot oh yeah um and this is a 500 year old grudge this is a long grudge like literally take a valium and calm down yeah get (laughs) over it just like tamlin see a therapist yes Ugh. (laughs) They talk about Reese and Durian um, and Durian says he fought with Reese Reese risked his legions to save Miriam in the war when she was captured Reese knew that it was a trap for Draken but marched in to save her anyways uh, his friend that was his friend Miriam yeah. was, was Reese's friend um, and so the Reese that Jurian knew was a good guy was the most decent of them like, all is what he says such a good guy and so he's not fully buying right the act, the act. He's from, not insane. He's smart. He has Fair. his brain is wired. And he, I think he's trying to like, like he's trying to get in with Feyre. Yeah, for sure. He's definitely trying to align with her in some way. Lucian and Feyre spend the the spend that night in the tent together, which of course is another mm-hmm. another little sweet moment for her. She, I think she ends up like rolling over on his thing on his pad, oh. sleeping pad. <laughs> what thing. <laughs> At his, Thing no. Oh, no, oh no, his sleeping pad, his sleeping pad. We oh. would say penis if we meant that. <laughs> yeah, you think I would say thing no, instead of you penis? Wouldn't. <laughs> um, and yeah, that that de- someone catches them. I can't remember. I think it's oh no, Durian. No, maybe that wasn't when when I thought maybe that was a different part that she rolled over on his sleeping pad. Anyways, um, they wake up and smell blood. And those awful incestuous twins tracked down the humans in the night and slaughtered them. Yeah, did like they eat bad. them? The first time I read this through, I was like, oh, they ate them. But I don't, there was like no evidence. They definitely, they uh, like, they definitely tore them apart. Yeah, limb from limb like, or sla- sawed them up like serial killer style. Yeah, because you ever seen the aftermath like if a deer getting hit on the highway, like just blood everywhere. It was bad. <laughs> they like strung them up. On- Stop saying like, Kelly. They strung them up on a tree. It was not good. Yeah, Lucian and Freya decide to send a message to those heinous twins, and th- so they track down the bogey. <laughs> I hate saying that bog. They track down the bog <laughs> and send them after the tw- send them after the twins. And I thought Tamlin killed the bog. So does does the bog have so a I family? Think there's more than one. <laughs> yeah, there are. There it a- is. Yes, no, there is. I just imagine the bog like having like parents and two kids and like uncles <laughs> like how do they breed <laughs> uh, who yeah. knows okay it's a family i'm getting a bunch but yeah of- okay so tam tam is pissed when they get back he is so he's outrageously mad um uh, that they did this and they mm-hmm. argue and he's arguing with Farah. uh he sends lucian out of the room because he's he i to talk to you <laughs> You aren't even ugh. I'm so mad. You know. You know what this is. Oh yeah. And their argument gets so heated that Tamlin again sends a blast of his power through the room. And this time Fera does not shield herself. She, she gets does. blasted across the room, flown, hit in the like in the face somehow. It's bad. Bruises, scratches. She twisted ankle. Oh sure of it. It's bad. Lucian is so mad at Tammy for this. He is egregiously mad um and so are tamu's guards everyone is do you like all the nicknames i'm using yes i'm gonna do it <laughs> lucian runs over and takes Farah back to her room scolding tam it's, good mm. reese checks in on Farah that night through the bond down the bond and Farah's like honey <laughs> honey i'm fine this is all part of my plan <laughs> He's but like, ha- when are you coming home? <laughs> yeah, he's like, Please come back to me. I haven't had sex in so long. My hand is not it. <laughs> <laughs> My hand hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's really strong though. You should see it. <laughs> she does. <laughs> that's not. <what> they said. <laughs> he didn't say that. They didn't talk about that at all. Um, but they do. She does check in uh, on Cassian and and Azriel, But uh, Reese really doesn't give her- give her that much. She's just like, ah, oh, they're fine. So she just is kind of left yeah. to... it's like the family. They're like, ponder. Alive. <laughs> yeah. <There's> no life. <laughs> That's all like, you get. Well, what does it she's mean? She's like, in what state? Yeah. I don't know. Um, that night, the Naga, the Naga, the Naga, break into the estate and they're found with the keys that went missing. Miraculously, Ianthi had, to, had uh, stopped their attack because she had a vision of it. She's so, so smart and so... She's just... So creative. She's... I, if I had someone on my team, it would it, be I <laughs> <laughs> I would yeah. want her on my team. Ugh. Just kidding. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> so Tamlin was poised to whip the guard who had fallen asleep on duty because one of the guards fell asleep on duty. And um, it was the same guard who had lost its keys. Uh, mm. Coincidence. Right. So favor steps in and she's like, I'll hear your story to the guard because the guard's like, please my mm-hmm. like, this is my honor. This is my life. Yes. This is who I am. And the guard tells them that it was Ianthi who stole the keys and set up the attack. He's like, "I remember, yeah, I, um, yeah." Pharaoh like unwove the spell that Ianthi had put in his brain to forget right. or whatever. Right, but she she set it so it would go, it would unravel at a certain point. Yeah. I believe she put a timer on it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's gonna go off in two days and thirty seven <laughs> minutes. Okay, so Pharaoh tries to get Tammy to hear her out about Mister Protect, Protect, Protect. <laughs> Um, isn't listening and then ianthi hits him with the you're really gonna listen to the sentries over me. And then she like puts pressure on him to like, well, fuck no, no, I can't. Yeah, and he yeah, and he well, and Dagnan and Branna and durian are over there scolding them in the corner. Yeah, and Hibern can't know of any weaknesses in the spring part. Yeah. So he goes ahead and does it. Uh Tamilama Ding Dong still whips the shit out of him. Yes. And all of the guards at that point are so, so pissed at him. Lucian is pissed at him. Everyone, um, Ron and Hart. I don't know any of the other things. <laughs> Feyre's plans to take down the Supreme Court from within are going very well. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're really mad too because they had risked their lives going over the wall to try and break that curse, prepared to die for Tamlin. Um, yeah with with Amaranth. and he's like this is we're just not even gonna be listened to because and that the, the only reason that curse was on them too is because tamlin had to open his big fat mouth <laughs> yeah and talk about his her sister which was fucked up i don't care who ambranth is that's fucked up especially when you're in a position of not power yeah it's all tamlin's fault so ridiculous yeah, so Farrah's plan is all coming together. Good for her. Farrah helps clean the wounds after the guards are whipped, and Brian and Hart apologize to Farrah for everything. And she says something along the lines to, like, if I told them to stab themselves in the heart, they would have done it at that point. Yeah. Because they felt so bad. Alice tells Farrah that night that when they all go to the third hole in the wall, she's leaving for the summer court with her nephews. Mm which full circle moment for miss alice yeah and she that. needs to get out of there every i feel like other people are starting to do the same we well, just I'm, don't know yet and i'm not surprised though because the summer court really and truly is her home it's her home so and that's and her nephews are here right they're at the spring court yeah they're all they need to get out yeah alice. yeah they, they need, need to go. go they're about to be like adults soon i would hope <laughs> it's been a long time yeah what are, what are they like 50 think
1: close. they're fifty. yeah they're yeah. like fucking
0: 16 and and they get your shit together <laughs> Uh the next day they go to the third hole and also Tamlin and Ianthe. <laughs> Stop. Stop. I this is anything. your fault now. They go to the third hole. <laughs> what hole? Uh, the hole in the wall. Okay. <laughs> Tamlin and Ianthe come along because probably because Tamlin is feeling emasculated by Lucian. A hundred percent. And I is just nosy. A hundred percent. And, <laughs> and Farah is eating an apple, sitting there listening to Dagden and Branna talk about um. The wall and like the hole in the wall. Yeah, they're like, "Mm, yeah, it's four feet wide and there's a lot of land around here and we don't really still know why they care (laughs) about it. Yeah. And she's like, well, should we go in the one by the sea or should we go the one here? They're kind of talking about which one would be the best for something. Mm -hmm. So and is kind of egging them on to get information from them kind of baiting them and in different being questions open. and they are, they are being very open. Mm-hmm. So Hybern has, what we learn is this Hybern has an army of about 200,000. They have allies in Valahan Montessaire and Rask, and they will use the con the cauldron to wipe the world clean again. That's a lot of numbers. It's a lot of numbers. That's, that's a huge army. It's a huge, I guess I've never been to war, so I can't I really even don't picture know... 200,000 of anything. N- me, me either. <laughs> well, and truly I, that's it sounds pretty good um (laughs) they will need to use the rips and the the holes in the wall for the cauldron to expand with its power to bring it down because for some reason the cauldron it can't do it without that right now yeah yeah. and yeah something to Mm -hmm. something to note Mm (laughs) So Farrah now has the, all the information that she needs. She's pr- the spring court is primed to fall. So she grabs all of her shit. And, she had a bug out bag. And she steals Tamlin's bandolier of knives. Oh, yeah. She's so good for her. Whatever, yeah. Yeah. And it's ready to get the fuck out of the spring court and go back to Reese. Her plan is stopped short when she hears the voice of a she devil taunting Lucian. And lo and behold, Iante has has Lucian tied up with like Faye bane straps and is she's trying to do some shady shit that's how i'll say it she's trying to do some shady shit his she's belt like, is undone his belt his belt is undone his shirt is like ruffled and he's sh- like fuck fuck off like don't do this i don't want this yeah I, <laughs> i'm saying no Please. no no uh, oh my god and and she's she's and like it, she oh, an- well, i haven't had any since <laughs> the fucking cal and not I- oh my god our tongues are blue <laughs> That's Sorry. good. I, she's. I haven't had any from you since Cal and Mai, so from you. Oh wait. Mm. She binds him with the like the blue things that nullify magic from Hiber. I think it's Feybane straps. Yeah. Do like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but kind. Of, I think it's made of Feybane. That makes sense. So Feyre decides to intervene, and she goes into Anthe's mind and tells her tells her to beat the shit out of her hand with a rock. And Lucian, Lucian is goops backed. He's absolutely like, yeah, he's just like doing his belt back up watching. Lucian's like, what did you, when did you learn this? Like, <gasps> what if that was their accent in this autumn court? I would love it. Honestly, <laughs> I would love it. <laughs> 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 okay. And of course the incestual nasty ass twins see it all and confront favor. They're like, think the word you're looking for Lucian is Demati. Cause she's Demati. Oh, yeah. Because Lucian is confused. Because got facts. He's like, oh, what is going on? He's I really am- What are you doing? Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got it, got it, got see. it. I caught up. What? <laughs> <laughs> I have gone that are you far? doing <laughs> Okay, so they tell her that the apple and most of the food, actually, that she's been eating is laced with feybane. hmm And she had been having headaches this whole time because and she thought it was because she was using so much of her powers to like keep the shields up around all of their minds. And it was, it was also weighing on her a lot. She was really tired and just very much like ugh, depleted after yeah. using her magic more so than she ever has been. But to be fair, she hasn't used her powers a ton up until this point. Yeah. This is the most she has used her power. So I can see why she wasn't like super concerned to it. Yeah. Yes. Um, and they said that there's the apple that she ate had so much fabing and it. it was made with wa- like water induced fabing yeah they like knew she was planning something that day so mm-hmm. dosed her with more of it or something and it was supposed to make her powers completely deplete mm. in the next not forever but just for a couple days mm-hmm. um it, it, they're like it you got about 10 minutes and she's like she's Whoa. like you got 10 minutes so whatever magic you you, you got to do right now you better do it you better do it immediately <laughs> they have an epic epic fight scene where Faye uses all oh of her gosh. training with cassian and a bunch of winnowing um to slay the shit out of those awful twins, with, to be fair, the small help of Lucian. <laughs> he does mm-hmm. help a little bit, a little bit. It was a pretty cool battle, though. She really, I mean, these guys, how long have they been alive? They're really, they're trained, Demati. Well, they're, over 500 years old. They're formidable, like, foes. Yeah, for sure. Um, and she's winnow strike, winnow strike, winnow strike. I think for her, it really comes down to how, like, her, her reading her opponent and being able to anticipate those things. Was the big thing for her, and also she's constantly underestimated. Oh, it constantly and consistently mm-hmm. to her benefit, though. A hundred percent. Um, and so after that, Lucian, after they defeat those fucking she twins, she beheads God they, one of them. Dead as shit. I really like the twins in a in a <laughs> in a character way. Yeah, they're, they're fun. Are, characters. They're fun evil. Yeah, evil little. Twins. But I am glad that they're dead now that the Adder's dead. It's nice to have someone to kind of replace yeah. that void that I'm feeling in my heart. <laughs> no. <laughs> so now that their dad, Lucian's insists on going with her because obviously Elaine, he's freaking yeah, out. He's about like, oh, families. you're leaving um, me too. But he does tell Anthe or Farah uh, does tell Anthony he she puts in her mind. Um, tell everyone, you know, you guys didn't help me. They they attacked me. I killed them in self-defense. Tell everyone that and you and Tamlin didn't do anything. So she really primed this. She really did a good fall. job. So they winnow to the shortcut tunnels oh, and wait. before you go on mm, um she tells Ianthi before they leave I hope you live a long long life Ianthi and never know a moment's peace. I kind of wish she would have killed her. <laughs> I I don't know. I maybe keeping her alive and her being never knowing a moment's peace is That's fair. worst punishment. It is for sure cuz she's she I think she tells her that I'll come after you if you ever if you ever go for a male you know that says no mm-hmm, They continue to pursue it yeah anyway so uh they went all the way to the shortcut tunnels and they're mulling over which which one they want to go in whether it's summer or autumn mm-hmm. i mean like Feyre does have a red ruby or a blood ruby in the summer court yeah, but Lucian's like, like listen i still wouldn't brave the autumn court if i were you we yeah should. it's like lose lose for them but they decide to go to the autumn court yeah right. oh ooh, and it's beautiful it is really beautiful Part two, curse breaker. So this, this part is essentially f- a five day trek of Lucian. If they were going through the autumn court, it's, they have, they have conversations sporadically about just kind of things that have happened. Cause Lucian obviously has a ton of questions. Yes. And her, she lets her mask drop this mask that she's had of being mm-hmm. oblivious and you know, it's obvious now she's with the night court. Right. Exactly. So she kind of lets her r- true nature show. Mm-hmm. And he's not thrilled about it, if I'm honest. But they don't have a full conversation. It's just mostly like briefings. Yeah, they're like back to back in the cave, just like whispering. And I think it's fair. At one point they talk and Lucian's like, what would you have done if you never found me? If you never if they never caught me. What would you have done? Yeah. Would you have left without me? Like, and she would have. So, yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. That's that's tough. She, but she didn't. Did she say that? She just didn't say anything. She, didn't, Of course. Which is an admission. If you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucian is nervous the whole time that they're at, in the autumn court because if their father finds them, they are fucked. And if any of the people... Like all, of, all of, like the citizens find them. They hate him too because of what have hap- happened to Jezminda. Jezminda. So yeah. So it's not jasmina I did say that in one of the other ones because I was guessing and I c- couldn't remember. Mm-hmm. It's jasminda jasminda And jasminda yeah. So that's that's another thing. And Pharaoh honest to God, is just happy to be out of the spring court. Like she's walking around like she's like Lucian's like. They don't have food, but Lucian's like catching fish with his bare hands, like shirt off. Yes. Oh, and she's like picking apples, right? Yeah. And they're eating apples. Oh, and she's like, even though I just got poisoned by an apple, it's like, whatever. Um, I, I still like hunger apples. Hunger is hunger. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta eat. They taste good. What can I say? <laughs> so they make it to the mountains that, that lead to the winter court finally. Uh, and it's cold. But also before we go there, um, she did not like send race a message at any point in time, but in the days before she left, she knew she was leaving this day. Yeah, she did not warn him like, hey, I'm leaving. You know, I'm going to if anything happens, I'm leaving. Yeah, I'm not 100 <laughs> percent sure about that, because why would she be worried about the scent at that point? If she knows she's about to dip. I that's a very good question. She and did. She even comment. asked herself. that. Yes, exactly. So what was what's wrong? Like, with why me? didn't I send a message the hell to him? What is wrong with me? Which that's fair, girlfriend. Oh, my gosh. Good reflection, honestly. <laughs> um, So they do make it to the mountains that lead to the winter court and it's cold. It's starting to get really cold because it's borders the winter court and it's snowing. I don't know why it's snowing in autumn in the mountains, but it's snowing. Oh yeah, because it's cold. We said something about like the the courts having different rules, but I it doesn't make any sense. So no, it's like whatever. Maybe I because sh- it's like higher altitude, even in the autumn, it would still be snowing. Yeah, it makes sense. A mountain, but um, and they're sleeping in a cave together, and they kind of have a moment of sweetness. A- she goes a- into his mind at this point, <sighs> and he's, again, yeah, and. I think it was, un- she didn't mean to, oh. but she sees him sitting there just kind of looking at her and then he puts his cloak over her, which is, that is very I love sweet. Him. I really do love him. This is the second time she's entered his mind then. At this point. Yeah. Okay. And, and then Lucian's, Lucian's brother finds them while they're sleeping in the cave. No. And Eris is there, the older brother that uh, was, that more was patrolled to that, you know, did. The bad shit to more blah 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 errors. Yeah, no, we hate him right now. Yeah, we do. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Feyre's powers are slowly returning, and she uses them. And I think Lucian uses a little bit of his powers as well to kind of uh amplify hers mm-hmm. to escape yes. the brothers. But they leave that situation with one cloak to share because he gave his to her, yeah. and no weapons because yeah. they had to leave their bandolier of knives. That was because they had to. Oh, yeah, because they had to get out of there quick because they had to really run fast. Yeah. So they have to stop again, though, because they're freezing and it's bad. Like the weather's bad. They're struggling. they like need to make a fire on this frozen lake. They have to do something. They have to figure out the logistics of that. But I don't think that they ended up. So they picked a good cave. So that way they wouldn't get caught in that cave. But they don't find any wood. So they can't make a fire. Mm -hmm. And so they end up having to share body heat and... They're both pissed about it. Fanfic about this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're both so pissed about it too and they end up kind of talking a little bit, but uh, Lucian asked Vera about Elaine and oh, this yeah. is my description. This is what I would have said. Um, she has the dullest <laughs> personality ever. She's about as useful as a wet blanket in the winter court and she gardens and is engaged. You can do better. That's what I would have said. <laughs> <laughs> they should have been like what the fuck She gonna have some <laughs> redeeming qualities right tell me those she gardens and she's pretty that's about <laughs> it all i got yes yeah. that's it but she can't make food with she can't grow food in the garden that's the problem it'll just, it'll <sighs> the just seeds be flowers expensive for the rest of your life <laughs> <laughs> and he's like oh, i just gotta see her one time that sounds beautiful i just gotta see her one time <laughs> really love that wet blanket thing you said <laughs> So they make it to the Winter Court border, and they do not think that Eris and the brothers will come after them. Um, they're crossing a large lake, and then Eris and the brothers come after them. <laughs> <laughs> they were wrong. They were very wrong. So wrong. Uh, thus ensues another epic scene of Lucian and Pharaoh running across the ice of a like completely frozen over lake. Eris trying to melt the ice with his power. Pharaoh trying to refreeze it with hers eris winnowing in front of Pharaoh, knocking her ass to the ground which was kind of funny yeah and wrapping her hand and hands and mouth in like fire bands oh my god yeah and it's hopeless at this point we all i thought that she was gonna get dragged back to the autumn court yeah and then bam, the sexiest scene you'll ever picture in your entire life a male hits the water the man the myth the legend cast oh my god he slams in the ice and like it cracks out everywhere like to oh. all the shores and then and then it was so hot and then you said you were screaming in your car when you first listened to I it i was screaming i was screaming <laughs> well because at first actually i kind of thought it was as um i was like the screaming even more just like dulled no, I was still excited because that was Cassian. I do love Cassian. And oh, he's, yeah. He's completely healed. Because, reminder, like, Thera didn't know how they were doing. All right. she knew was that they were His flies. wings were shredded. His wings were so bad. <laughs> and so then Asriel hits the ground. Woo! Boom. In a blast of shadow. And Cassian looks at, uh, at Eris and goes, I suggest you drop my high lady. <gasps> and I was I like, just got swoon. Oh, my God. Major swoon. And between them, between Azrael and Cassian, they wipe the fucking floor mm. with the Autumn Court brothers. Like no competition, boys. <laughs> not an ounce. <laughs> Feyre tells them in the middle of this battle where they're about to f- kill them, probably. Not to <laughs> yes, kill them. They were definitely going to kill them. Yeah. and She says, no, stop. And so they go by her side and like kind of flank her in a, in a fun little guardian type position. Oh, OK. And she tells them, she says, you deserve to die for what you did. But I'll grant you mercy, as I am the High Lady of the Night Court. I don't actually know if that's exactly what she said, but that's like roughly what she said. She says. revealed that she was High Lady. That's the important part. Yes, that's the important part. Mm-hmm. I was like, that is so badass. That's such a good time to reveal that. Mm-hmm. And she, the tattoo starts showing. The yeah, glamour she's comes like, off. Yeah, it. I'm oh, Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> I love that. And they go back to the Night Court. is waiting for them. Reese is far away, but is coming back now. Reese picked up on their bond, d- picked up on her down the bond, of course, and sent Azrael, Cassian, and more because they were the closest. Mm-hmm. Oh, and they also take Lucian. They take that redheaded yes, motherfucker. Yeah, so she's like... Asriel yeah, is okay, carrying yeah. him in his arms and his wings, and it's the most awkward thing yeah he I've, jokes as they fly away that he doesn't know who looks more uncomfortable as or lucian vancera the way that i oh and his last name is vancera yeah, but they never use which it it sounds important because we don't know anybody's last names at this point not not a person right except for uh pharaoh archeron <laughs> yeah, the archeron sisters yes so they went out back to the townhouse in valeris they reveal valeris to lucian lucian's first words when they get back there are there are children laughing in the streets amarin talks lush talk, he, she talks to him in a playful way like in comments on how like the mechanics of his eye are clever she's like mm. oh Lucian, oh that's clever yeah he's like what the fuck is this place and Pharaoh says it's home everyone gets to see reese and pharaoh's reunion which <laughs> <laughs> hmm. i would be like send them away sooner but as it soon was as, so awkward i'm sorry yeah as soon as she sees him she breaks down again like she did on the ice when she saw cassian and asriel And Reese confirms to Lucian that Feyre is indeed High Lady of the Night Court. And he tells everyone, find somewhere else to be. Mm. Uh, But Reese tells Feyre of the aftermath at the Spring Court. Tamlin's sentries abandoned him. And half of his people did not show for the tithe, which was like two days ago. Good for them. Yeah, for real. Fuck the They should have left the Spring Court when the tithe was reenacted. I would have. Yeah, people are leaving for other courts right now. And there are whispers of a rebellion. Good durian apparently apparently also left and went back to highburn ianthi yeah, what would he have done stayed yeah he's like uh things are getting weird <laughs> I, <laughs> I gotta get out of here anymore i uh, got to go home ianthi confined herself to her temple she's traumatized as fuck and probably super embarrassed or just brain addled yeah this whole time they're being touchy and feeling glancing at the bed et cetera. they're like talking and she's like Mm-hmm. What about? they both are they're like so are so gonna- <laughs> where's that velvet softness oh, no. one in my hand right now but only now does Feyre ask about her sisters because she has not seen them since they came out of the cauldron yeah they're at the house of wind safe etc and Feyre decided well I don't want to see them yet um, we learned Reese was at the queen's compound and that's why he didn't rescue her himself they had gone radio silent since Highburn and he wanted to know why um, we don't, I don't know if we get answers about them. The Queens are very mysterious. Oh, and what follows is mm. a seven and a half page sex scene. I counted it's the pages Seven and a half pages in the book. It's seven and a half pages. That's crazy. With phrases like my breasts tightened. Okay. So what is about that? I was going <laughs> to ask you that because at one point she's like watching, he's watching her bathe. And she's like, my breast tightened, and like he like looks down and watches her breast tighten. <laughs> so what is have, happening? Have you have? I actually have. So I people. I'm in a group on Facebook, and people have asked that question. And some people's breasts do tighten when they get like you can turned feel on. It? Yeah, I've never had that happen. That's crazy. I didn't know that was something that you could see physically. Oh, no, I didn't Maybe either. Like nipples harden, but like I've never seen breasts. Right, I picture it lifting. <laughs> yes, exactly. I if I so if I was an author and I tried to write a sex scene, like I would have never mentioned breasts tightening. Obviously, Sergeant Masses. She did her tightened. research or her breasts tightened. Yeah. Okay, so her breasts tightened. The prod length of him, the Oof. velvet softness of him, at the apex of her thighs. My core tightened, seated to the hilt, Et cetera, et cetera. Oh, curls t- or toes curled. Yep, toes are curling. <laughs> uh, half of it is Reese watching farah bathe and then they go back downstairs lucian is still in his dirty clothes they, he was fighting in yeah that's so rude i'm sorry they, they they had to they had to have been traveling for like 10 days out there they didn't even offer him a change of clothes or a bath before no. they went up there and did all that yeah had a seven page sex and, scene and, yes and Farah was like oh no i should have offered him and then she's and then like it still doesn't though. and then she was like that thought like disappeared in a second like like someone else started speaking and she like stopped thinking about it (laughs) oh my god they're treating him so bad so bad they i really don't understand this like they threaten him pharaoh showed reese everything that had happened at the Supreme court but reese says hearing it and seeing it are two different things yeah he's so mad because of his like because of lucian and his reaction and his involvement whatever but i think it's fair for him to feel like pharaoh is in danger after I mean more than centuries millennia of the night court posing as this horribly yeah but evil, reese is like mad at him but like so oh yeah mad. look at what you were fucking presenting to him and you're to presenting everybody. to the world yeah right. of course they would think that anyone was in your grasp that you took the way that you did ugh. was gonna yeah i don't it was it's a, this scene i'm just gonna go through it they're just mean to lucian it, it, they are he does explain to, to lucian that elaine is safe and what she chooses to do these past weeks has been her choice. He's all about choice and when it and mm. except for when it when he isn't. Yeah. <laughs> they have a weird interaction and it feels like Reese is trying to tell Lucian how to court Elaine. And Reese is fucking mad at Lucian because of what Fayra went through at the Supreme Court. And he explains how he made how he mated Farah. Like he felt the need to explain it. He's like, I didn't steal her away. Okay. I didn't we were mated. I, yeah. I, I don't get it. And but then Reese says so, again, I will only say this once, which is contradictory and it's really funny. Yeah, he says it like four <laughs> times. So, again, <laughs> I don't Lucian. even know what he was talking about, but Lucian's response to like this rant of Reese's that Reese had just gone on is, I guess I can see there's more to the story. Like, yeah. And I think the only reason he says that, though, is because he knows. He's like, calm down. Like, I, I'm i rethinking things. <laughs> well, no, I think it's because he knows that if, if he gets kicked out, he'll never see Elaine again. Yeah, I think he's too. kind of going with everything because he's like, I gotta see Elaine. Yeah, and Reese knows that. Yeah. So um, does Farah. Yeah. And I think that's kind of fair, because I don't think he really wants to be there either. True. But Farah knows Lucian. She saved him from Ianthe and the twins from Tamlin. She should have stepped up to Reese, I think. I don't think that it was that all of that was necessary. Like you I think literally a, Yeah. You, like we said just a second ago, you want people to think that you're bad, like, and then you're blaming Lucian for like having for believing it well and i think the other thing too is lucia or reese gets so angry at anyone that's involved in anything that hurts pharah even if they're in proximity yeah i mean we'll see that for the next three books and i think pharah is looks at reese like he's an all-knowing god (laughs) and and she's like well if that's what he thinks he's probably how can i fucking doubt that yeah for real uh it made me feel like two of my good friends were talking a shit about talking shit about my other good friend. Yeah, I agree. That's how it felt. Um, but anyways, they fly up to see Nesta and Elaine, and Lucian wants to go. Before they go in, Feyre tells Lucian the story about how she fell in love with Reese and his court, basically. And then Reese tells him how his history, briefly, and how he's not the man that the rest of the world thinks he is. Mm-hmm. And it, it has to be super overwhelming for Lucian. But he just wants to see Elaine. Yeah, he's like, I don't actually care. Just yeah. <laughs> let me see the girl. Lucian says to Feyre, I hadn't realized I was a villain in your narrative. That makes me so sad. I know. He's like, I didn't know. Everything that he did, everything that he did at every turn. and I will stand on this ten toes down. This is the hill I'll die on. Was for her. Everything. For, starting under the mountain. Everything. I'm Lucian stan. Ugh. Nesta is devastating as Haifei. Cassian is there, being really weird about Nessa, and she's like, "What do you you want?" Yeah. And Farah said she felt like like a punch in the gut, and it's like, "Why?" Like Cassian does not need to be here right now, she, but Nessa is mad. She's worried about Lane, bitter about being High Fae, but it's like, whatever. She's upset. Lucian is there because i don't know why she's really upset (laughs) lucian has mated with elaine yeah she can only see that he's like the male that sold him out to hibern so that's why right but she respects favor's decision to leave it up to elaine to decide to see him or not and elaine is sitting in front of an open window (laughs) (laughs) she's motionless empty inside she repeats twice that she wants to go home and that her fiance is looking for her they're supposed to be married next week she's so dramatic lucian is finally getting his own rooms and he still has his bloody clothes on at this <laughs> point. This is the worst part because Reese is like, "We'll provide you clothes," and Lucian's like, "Is it free?" Mm-hmm. And Reese goes, "I mean, it's on us." Complimentary. If you, he's just a dick about yeah, it. Yeah, Reese is mean to Lucian. It's he's like, "You're a High Lord's son. It would be improper for us not to take care of you." He's like, "Well, I got to do it via protocol," and he's just so mean about it. I did not have that written down. Ugh. I hated that. Oh, they there's they're being on and off mean to him and pharaoh tells him to stay away from elaine blah blah, blah blah i'm not gonna let her get hurt but he's like i would never hurt her yeah like, what the fuck? after all this after the way that they're treating him lucian thanks pharaoh <sighs> the inner circle they bet on how long it will take lucian to try to see elaine <sighs> They're like 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Two days. Yeah, literally. They're at Amaranth now. Everything the twins said about Highburn has been confirmed. Hey, didn't really need to do all that shit. Asriel went to. <laughs> 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 they're like, yeah, we already knew all that. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> co- she didn't need to go there at all. She, she comes, comes back H-J1. and like every One. single thing that she tells them about the spring card, they're like, yep, yep, yep. We did hear that as well. So but she was bored. <laughs> Azrael went to to critia <laughs> critia to try and um recruit Miriam and Draken, but <laughs> apparently their island is deserted. We don't know where they are. Reese <laughs> says Miriam did die during the war, but Draken remade her as Pharaoh was made. And I bet they would be besties. I bet. The three territories that Hibern was like uh allied with, they slowly made them think that they maybe were in trouble so that they would be too scared to send their armies to Prithian. So they're like hoping that 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 will help them. (laughs) She didn't need to do any of it. She literally escaped day two. Oh my god. It's so funny. It was just a waste of time. It's so funny. She was going to mom. It was like one sentence when she got back. They're like... (laughs) yep (laughs) i'm sorry that is making me sob. (laughs) (laughs) somehow Azrael can't spy on the human queens and i want to know why do we get to know probably because of the deal they made okay we'll get into that Uh, part two yeah they think something is wrong with the cauldron it should be it should be strong enough to take the wall down by itself and so that's why they are studying the holes in the wall Feyre may be able to help since she is made, and so is the wall, but she refuses to let her sisters help. And Amron's like, "You sound exactly like Tamlin." Thank and God she said it. Yeah, thank God. Feyre was like, "You're right." And more was ready to fight her over it, but I was like, "You." Yeah, yeah more was like, "Apologize," and then yeah. Feyre was like, "Nope, she's right." She is right. Yeah she will approach nesta and elaine and see if they're willing to help at the very least be some sort of spokesperson about how like the night court are actually super nice people like yeah. can you at least tell people that are like really cool and yeah. nice yeah reese makes a comment about how he doesn't know if valerius is ready for nesta archeron and fair was like my sister's not some feral animal <laughs> And she's mad and i'm like she's Defend probably your sister!" because she realized she just spent a month in the spring court and she <laughs> for <too>. no reason <laughs> she didn't get any useful information <laughs> But she wants to leave the sisters a choice anyways. Then Reese says invitations go out tomorrow for the High Lords. We're having a meeting. Yeah. (laughs) Family meeting. Yeah. Countrywide meeting. Cassian carries Feyre up to the House of Wind to train. She tells him she saw a feral power in Nessa's eyes in the moment she came out of the cauldron and Cassian says I will never forget those moments as long as I live. I totally thought this was my chapter. No, it's not. Continue. Okay. He hasn't seen it since, this power in her eyes, but he can sometimes feel it. Feyre asks, why do you bother with Nesta Nesta, since she's always so angry, and especially at, at towards Cassian? He says he can't stay away, and I. it's obvious where this is going, I think. Obvious. Yeah. Pretty obvious. There's a family dinner. Elaine stays in her room. Nesta attends. Lucian tells Feyre he understands Feyre's choices up to this point. More swoons over Nessa's dress for like an entire page. And Nesta is like, not about it. <laughs> Nessa's like, fuck off. Yeah. Cassian, Cassian's like, more might steal that dress right off of Nesta, And Nesta looks more up and down. And she says, unfortunately, I don't return the sentiment. <laughs> That's so fucked. It's just so <laughs> it's mean funny. sometimes. But... says, you're a real piece of work. And Nessa is kind of like Feyre. She's like, why do your eyes glow? <laughs> Maybe it's a family. Trait. It must be a family thing. It's gotta be. She says they glow because the containment spell didn't get it right, and it's a glimpse into what's beneath. And Nesta's like, "Okay, what's beneath?" And amarin says, "Her, her and Nesta are the same. Not because of what is beneath our skin and bones, but I see the Colonel, girl. When you are loved girl, make sure it's felt across worlds. So it's like you're fucking. Powerful. You're powerful." When they eat, Nesta admits that she understands what Feyre meant about the food, which is a funny callback. <laughs> Everyone is bickering back and forth and Asriel tries to slink away in his shadows and they call him out. <laughs> like Azriel, fucking get it together. He's like trying to like av- like avoid confrontation. They're like, no, 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 you have to stay. Yeah. Cassian and more stick their tongues out at each other. <laughs> at 500 years old, they're sticking their... I- When's I wrote- the last time you stuck your tongue out at somebody? Because it's been since I was maybe five. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say like maybe even like three yeah i matured at three years old <laughs> then um oh and then a minute later both they both stick their tongues out at reese <laughs> it, wait it's, I, it's it's more in who more in cassian that's it's crazy their their that at it's each crazier. other <laughs> could you imagine no! a, a grown man with a man so bun she, sticking his tongue out at you that's crazy reese's Illyrian general of all of his armies <laughs> Sticking his tongue out? It's crazy. At his High Lord. Lucian asks Reese if they planned on revealing Feyre's powers or hiding them at the meeting with the High Lords because he says that his father would likely join Highburn if he thought he could get her power that way. That's a good point. Mm. Reese reveals they need to go to the Court of Nightmares to ask Kier to borrow his Darkbringer Legion and as, oh, because it's like a really big army and they need allies. They got nothing going on here. Moore says, don't waste your time. He'll say no. And Marie says, we'll see. Because he he's got something up his sleeve. Yeah, because apparently they can say no. That's crazy. They, they reserve yeah, the why? right to just like decline the high lord. As right. <laughs> that is crazy. Who wrote that in the room? <laughs> <Right>? Probably Kier. <here. laughs> that, cra- that seems insane. Moore insists on coming, even though she doesn't need to. Farah blurted out that she wants to learn how to fly. <laughs> And everyone's, like, so shocked and surprised at this. And they're, like, spitting out their wine. Yeah. If I had wings, I'd want to learn how to fly. Yeah. They're just jealous. Yeah. She wants to fly with the Illyrians in the sky. In the in a legion in a battle. Yeah. <laughs> what? It, well, whatever. You you go, Fabra. <laughs> but it's risky because they, like, only have weeks to months. And it takes years to hone their craft. It takes decades. <laughs> <laughs> but Rhi says they will teach her what they know until then and you know you never know asriel offers to teach her because he knows what it's like to learn to fly at a later age nesta says she wants the queens and the king dead and if they can promise her that she'll start training tomorrow Mm -hmm. reese and pharah are walking reese says will you hate me if i say that nesta is difficult and he doesn't give like a one shit about either her elaine or nesta's needs oh yeah did you did you say that she agreed to help with the wall, but she dis- she would not agree to... No, I cut that out because we it just comes up so much later. Yeah. Well, basically, she agreed... Well, yeah, quick. She d- she yeah. agreed to help with the wall, but she, at this point, has not agreed to go to the High Lord meeting. Yeah, she doesn't want to grovel to them. She doesn't want to whore tell her that- story around. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But Reese does apologize for insulting Nesta earlier. Ugh. Feyre asks if working with Kira is worth hurting more, and his response is she should be used to it by now. I, I honestly don't disagree. She should be used to it. I because mean guess she, she does have the power, I guess, to to kill him. Yeah. Like either <laughs> if you're gonna be mad about she should it, should fucking him. kill him. You know? True. Good point. The meeting of the High Lord will come with a magical ceasefire. No one will be able to break without losing their life. Um, alluding to the risks when it comes to Tamlin and Tarquin. Which this is interesting, and I can't wait to come back to this mm-hmm. during the actual meeting. Okay. Just that part. Yeah, and I haven't read that yet. Reese lets Lucian see his wings, alluding that he trusts him as long as they have Elaine at least. Mm. But Lucian is a sly fox, lest we forget, because yeah. we don't really we don't see that side of him. But he is. Yeah,
1: there's then, a
0: reason he was wearing a fox mask yes, and a masquerade ball, and we don't know the reason yet. No. Um, then he says, like Lucian's talents were wasted in the Supreme Court, and there was a reason that he had a fox mask on. Yeah. yeah. And I want to know what they what it is. Yeah. I, like, is it just making friends? Is it being a, keep, a peacekeeper? There, <laughs> it's got to be more. There's got to be so much more to him, and I can't wait to see his Me too. character really, really, truly get explored. Right. So SJM will do it. She's got to. Mm. Feyre and Reese have a cute moment where they promise to fight for each other for their futures, and they deserve to be happy. But I'm all of a sudden bored by them. Ah! I'm so invested and interested in these mysterious powers that, like the Nesta has. And Amran is so sure that more than one world will know about her when she comes into her powers yeah like i don't disagree that yeah. they are they are getting a little boring what's going on with elaine Ugh! why can't we spy on the queens true there's so much going on that they are not really the point right of it what just. is the meaning behind lucian's fox mask agreed tune in to find out tune in <laughs> um and it, lucian like the way he's being portrayed as a sly fox is kind of reminds me of um, little finger from game of thrones oh my god facts but I didn't like I don't like Littlefinger. No, like a good li- Littlefinger. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Ugh, I would I'm obsessed. Because I was obsessed with Littlefinger. I really was. In not a weird way. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But just I, I really admire that kind of uh that ability to kind of use your wit in in situations to get out of or get into or get things in yeah. in, in, in any kind of situation. It's so I just think it's such a cool trait. He'd be really good on Survivor. I agree. That's an interesting. Yes. I <laughs> I'm agree. obsessed with the Survivor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the next day, Cassian and Farah are training, and Cassian is pissed at Farah. He's so angry with her. And she's like, Are you mad at me? And he was. He goes, Well yeah, of course. You know, you <laughs> keeping well, Yeah, I'm so mad. Yeah, well duh. You keeping your high lady status a secret was during Highburn is unacceptable. They would have handled things completely different in Highburn if he, if they would have known. And Feyre goes, you know, if maybe that's why you yeah, kept duh. it a secret. Well that's the point. Right. You know, that we didn't want that to be a factor in how you guys reacted mm-hmm. and acted in that situation. Um, but he's, he's so mad and he was mad at Reese. He, they Reese him and Reese had words. They fight, they fight. They Had a really bad, bad words. They do argue, <laughs> they do argue a bit. Um, I think the main thing is Cassie just upset because in Highburn, she, she gave herself up to the Supreme Court because she didn't see herself as essential. Mm-hmm. And I think people are frustrated with her because she's the only one that can't see her worth mm-hmm. and her, and her, what she brings to the inner circle. Mm-hmm. Which would kind of be annoying if I'm honest. yeah, I'm like, look, listen, you're Reese's equal. Right. There's a reason that you're there's a mate, reason for that. Girlfriend. So Nesta appears uh, claiming she's looking for Uh uh-huh. Sure. No, she is <laughs> looking for Amarin to train, to train her for, to help her with, to get her powers or to learn her powers so that way she can help with the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, and her and Cassian go at, at it for a bit and Farah begs Reese down the bond uh, for her to, for him to come save her. <laughs> And Reese isn't an important meeting with the people that run Valeris, which the governors, my, the governors. Which is my first thought with this is, isn't Farah High Lady? Why the fuck is she not in that meeting? Why is it just and Reese doesn't that doesn't question it at all? Not for a second. I was the my, my first thought is what? Why is she in training and not in a meeting like that? Because he is a liar. Yes, facts. Um. Anyway, so Reese sends Azriel. Uh, to Feyre to start their flying <laughs> lessons earlier mm-hmm. and they go through they basically have a their whole first session is just her him kind of checking her wings and making sure that they, they look good and I thought this part was so funny I have this in all caps it says <laughs> Feyre modeled her her wings after Asriel's like they are an exact copy of Asriel's rings and not Ray Sands <gasps> Feyre said Feyre said, biggest wingspan where <laughs> here bitch on my back <laughs> are you joking that's crazy that's, that's insane i did not catch that i wonder if that keeps Resand up at night that's that's my roman empire i wonder Ugh. if he's like <laughs> you, okay <fan laughs> why not my rings? someone please <gasps> write a story write a story about that it's so that, that is so funny to oh me. my gosh Ugh. okay but okay so favorite crafts these wings with her magic in as real is like giving her pointers like uh oh, fix it here do that and he's like that's very impressive and she's like well it was the magic and he's like no you're an artist you're an artist <laughs> yeah. which is super sweet but like it was based off of his wings which is, <laughs> is wings. so great that's so insane to me that's, that's insane no that is such a good point i did not catch that at all like she's she's touched reese wings but she's still <laughs> modeled him <them> after as <laughs> <laughs> that is insane <laughs> i love that so much i'm obsessed oh we love the shadow daddy too don't worry Pharaoh uh, like i would model my wings after Azkiles. i get it i do get it okay so reese and had head to the library under the house of wind to get to basically do some research on mm. the wall mm-hmm. this is such a crazy <laughs> topic to me so we get a bit of history uh and I think this is important uh, a little bit because sometimes SGM mentions things that so far have not made a full full circle moment. Right. But I do feel like some of the things will for sure. Oh yeah. So I do. So they do talk about the history um, of Fae and humans and how there used to be half breeds um, between humans and Fae. They used to breed.
1: <laughs> Which yeah.
0: Yeah. Kind of makes sense because like humans were slaves and i'm sure that that happened uh, right yeah in not so great ways yes um and that humans do there are lines of humans that have fae ancestry and in the but so in the li- library we're in the library now so that's basically the history and of it's in humans and <laughs> well and during the war humans like half breeds were treated really poorly they were pretty much human treated killed. as humans yeah I mean, no matter where they went, whether they went to the humans or they went to the fae, they were killed, like pretty much killed Mm -hmm. or treated very badly to where they were ostracized from the community. Mm -hmm. Um, In the fae world, they had to sell their bodies on the street. And in the human world, they were cornered and killed. It was bad. Yeah, it's not good. So in the library, we meet Clotho, who is a priestess. Um, Clotho has very bad injuries to her hands and she also can't speak. So big trigger warning here because this is a trigger warning and yes. so the library is meant to essentially be a, a sanctuary for women who have had very very terrible things happen to them by uh, males. By males. Um so in terms of Clotho, Clotho was hurt really badly by a group of men and they cut out her tongue and broke her hands like repeatedly more found or they cut out her tongue so that way she wouldn't be able to tell anyone who did that to her and they fucked her hands up so she wouldn't be able to write about it and yes so more found her and brought her to Resan to read her mind and then sent more after and then that did it i need that story in like a fanfic yes yeah i agree so keep that in mind that a lot of the priestesses have all of similar, the priestesses yeah yeah in the library have, have been traumatized the somehow same as some way yes. yeah as, as <laughs> yes yes it's so not it's, funny it's not funny it's not right but so keep that in mind I'm laughing about the future the future about things yes right so <laughs> so <laughs> basically right after that they're talking about all of this like, right after this re makes a move on Farah, like he talks about taking her in the stacks he's touching her through her le- her Illyrian leathers and i was my it was so distasteful yeah and i opinion. caught it too it was so bad i'm like how are you touching your woman in a in a place where these women have gone through such atrocities by men it is so inappropriate it's wild that reese would uh, first of all he told her all of this history she, he, he's like i'm gonna reese take like, you in the sex i'm gonna take you on this table in front of everyone but to even think that is, that is it, outrageous it is it's a mistake honestly oh okay so now we've got past that atrocity Ugh, okay, from yes. reese that's almost unfor- unforgivable in my i love the priestesses in the library don't dispre- disrespect it no don't even think about disrespecting you can't even, it. not even di- thinking about it no okay so the library has a Essentially, this ginormous hole in the middle that is, it, it like ascends into darkness. And there's a monster down there. Cassian once flew down there and was so terrified about what he saw that he can't even talk about it. For 200 years. For 200 years. He has not told Reese what he saw. He is traumatized, okay? Which is captivating. Yeah. So, then, anyways, after, you know, Reese tries to feel up Farrah and wants to take her in the stacks. <laughs> They decided to do some research instead of fucking in the library for good for them. They have it. They do have a long history throughout this series of fucking in the worst places <laughs> and then the worst times. They cannot seem I'm to no... keep it in their fucking pants. Yeah, That's why I'm over them. I'm so over, over them. them. Ugh. OK, so what they found out about the wall is uh, the wall was never made to last. It was always supposed to be a temporary solution. Um, Feyre gets the idea as they're talking to, uh, because they're talking about Hibern and his powers. And she says, you know, what if we create an army with monsters? And yeah, we got all these monsters just right at our disposal. Let's use them. And she's like, Well, why don't we ask the bone carver to join our forces? Which is a genius. <laughs> Such a good idea, idea by Pharaoh. The, the bone carver's m- coolest book. Sometimes she's very smart. She's <laughs> starting to actually get intelligent a little bit. Yeah. I'll- I'm proud. <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> proud of her so Farah goes to see Amran and nesta during their first lesson Amra is, amarin is showing nesta how to shield her mind uh for when they go to the night court with reese yeah and it's like invisible oh well obviously it's invisible but like her training with um her training with amarin is mind stuff yeah and Farah is constantly commenting about it like they're doing their invisible training again yeah like, yeah <laughs> well because honestly like all their training she doesn't see any like any anything happening anything happening <laughs> so i'd be a little confused I, too if i wanted she secretly thinks nothing is happening yeah so anyway that <laughs> night funny that night Farah does have a really bad nightmare about under the mountain her sisters are being tortured and amarantha take takes reese to bed so she is like oh stressed yeah that one did i that did that one did resonate with me a little bit the pressure is very much getting to Farah, i feel mm-hmm. so reese Farah and cassian head to the prison only Cassian and Farah are going in. Reese is essentially going to be their bus. Yeah. He's just, the he's their transportation mode of tran- <laughs> their teleportation, <laughs> their trans- mode of teleportation. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cassian, um, put a couple of the inmates in there and he knows a lot about the inmates for whatever reason. Um, and so Farah asked Cassian about the carver and he tells her that long before there were high fae, there were old gods and it was believed that the carver is an old God. Mm. So he's powerful. I love the bone carver. Me too. Farrah goes in and sees the carver as a little boy and she realizes that it's supposed to be what her future son looks like. Yeah, because she sees herself and Reese in in him. Yeah, she's like, oh shit, this was a taunt the first time I got here. Or a power move. Well, yeah, it's a lot of things. (laughs) Good for the bone carver though. (laughs) Uh, She gives the bone carver one of the adder's bones, which Mm. is a good bone to give. And the carver says that she smells of his sister. And his sister is the weaver. She has not been seen to seen the bone carver since the weaver. Oh, interesting. I know. And I thought that was crazy. They're twins. Yeah.
1: Which Ooh, I love. Also, yeah.
0: Huge reveal. And her real name is Striga. Striga, Not the weaver. Ugh.
1: Yeah. Like, change that name. Like, That's come on, terrible. Give,
0: give her her real name. Yeah. Stryga is badass. What's the bone carver's real name? I want to know. Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Okay. Jordan Straga and Coach Jay. Jordan Straga and Coach Jay. And the parents just didn't care. He was the the youngest. Oh my god. Okay, so the the Carver says the rock, darkness, and the sea all shudder in fear of what happened on the island across the sea when she emerged from the cauldron. They assume he means Nesta. And yeah, he definitely does. And he says the wind moans Nesta's name to Cassian. Yeah, and, and then she can. S- then he says he can smell the wind on Cassian. Mm. Mm. <gasps> what does it mean? I don't know. I love it though. <laughs> I love it. <that. laughs> Pharaoh tells him that they got the book of breathings and that they could probably find a spell to get him home. But the carver is like, I don't want to go home. Yeah. This is my home. My home ain't shit. He's like, my home's probably dust somewhere. I, you know. Definitely dust. Yeah. It doesn't even exist anymore. So I don't want to go back to that hell hole. <laughs> like this cell is my home. This cell is where it's I belong. Much better. Because he's terrified of his twin sister, um, Striga, and his older brother, Kosje. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Do we find out? We don't ever find out why he's terrified of them. No, but no. Well, we, we don't know. know. We don't well, know. because we don't they're know. death gods. Well, okay. So okay. he let them, he, um, he let the people, whoever trap him in there and whoever it was, I think it was the same people that confined Striga to the middle and his brother to a lake. Yes. So remember that. Keep that in mind. He mentions a clever Faye who was the one that tricked him and whose bloodline still has a trace in like human in a human family, in a human line. Why did he bring that up? That's why did he bring that up? That might be crossing universes. So at Really? I don't know. It might be. I think. I think that. I think it's in Feyre's line. Okay. Yeah, that's I think interesting it's in too. Feyre's okay, family. but okay, well, that's all we're gonna say because we're gonna have a theories episode. Yeah, because this is this is the second. I'm just saying this is the second time that's been, it's so far in the last couple of things that it's mentioned that humans have. Fey ancestry uh-huh. specifically to Farah. That can't be a coincidence. Oh. The siblings could not be killed by this Fey though. They yes. are death gods, and both his sister and his brother are stronger than him. So he doesn't want to leave the prison and remind them that he's alive. Right. As Cassian and Fera are about to leave, because the carver is talking in riddles and just I don't know, annoying <laughs> like, the tired shit tired out of, of them. Shit. Yeah. He stops them and says he knows that they're going to meet with Kier later. Kier has in his possession the Arabaros. Araboros. Is that how they say it in the audio book? Araboros. I say Ouroboros. Ouroboros. <laughs> <laughs> God, why is that so? The Araboros. And if Pharaoh retrieves it for him, he will fight for them. Yeah, and then she asked, she asked him to fight for him, right? And like, okay, I will, but I want this mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it, it was originally, I think he said it was originally in Striga's possession. Yes, she did have it. I'm never calling the weaver the weaver. It's always Striga, Striga. from now on. It's ridiculous. so anyways elaine so they we go back right elaine is struggling to deal with her new face senses she's overwhelmed she's struggling this girl poor girl elaine yeah yeah she's just not a person i mean she's talking in half riddles and everyone's like oh poor girl like put her in a garden wait did you write any of the shit that she says down no (laughs) not a one Well, the second time we see her she's still staring out of a window she's literally been she stays staring out of a She garden. hasn't gotten up since then she says no. i can see so far now all the way to the sea and they're like yeah yeah there's a Sidra. <laughs> 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 and then she says i can hear your heartbeat if i listen carefully i can hear her heartbeat too and they're like yeah hearing is pretty strong you can learn to shut that out <laughs> like i can hear the sea even at night even in my dreams the crashing sea and the screams of a bird made of fire ah <sighs> oh, poor girl i think that's it yeah okay <laughs> and they and they are still up in the fucking house of wind at this point so oh, lucian so pharah and um the sister Nesta. I forgot her name. For <laughs> that saying. one sister, the other yeah, sister. Yeah, the mean one. Yes. Farah and Nesta go over in the stacks because they're they're concerned and they're talking. Farrah has a wind of, like, sh- windshield around her. And then Lucian comes in and he spots Elaine and he's like, oh, talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's Ooh, my mate. That's my mate. <laughs> okay. And Farah actually gets into Lucian's mind. So this is now the third time. Third time. time. Well, because she is technically worried for Elaine. So that's fair. Yes. Okay. Elaine <laughs> asks who he is and he tells tells her his name. And Elaine's like, mm, you're the one that betrayed us in Highburn. Like, oh, yeah. Maybe not with that much sass. She's like, <laughs> you're the one that betrayed us in Highburn. Because her b- voice is even a web link. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Elaine said, or, and he tells her, he says, oh, that was like a mistake. It's like, I didn't mean to. You don't understand. She yeah, she tells him that she's supposed to be getting married in a few days, yeah, and yeah, and she can hear his heart beating through the walls when she's sleeping or yeah when he's sleeping, and then she asks if like he can hear hers, and she's like and he's like no I don't I don't know yeah like no what you're talking girl. about no I can't yeah and we, she says no one ever does yeah. no one ever looked not really he did what he is- saw me he <sighs> will not now oh but I think. He- i think so she may be talking about about somebody she may be talking about somebody some third party that we don't know about because she's talking in riddles but she probably is talking about grayson because she says he will not know yeah that's true so we'll talk about it in our theories episode no that's interesting yeah Yeah, it is interesting we'll never know until we get an elaine book let's be honest yeah or an as book Mm, no Ah. i do not ship that no me either (laughs) But she does call something about Azrael beautiful And he blushes in this moment That makes me want to vomit Okay <laughs> Lucian tells Farah um, They need to get the sisters out of the house Like she needs to get out and get some fresh air um, So Farah says That she'll send them to the townhouse And she does She sends Lucian, Nessa, and, Farrah, and uh, Elaine to the townhouse <laughs> She sends herself They send all of them Every single one of them <laughs> Um, Lucian a- does ask Nessa though at this point what her power is. And Nessa says she made the cauldron give something back to her. Ooh I love it. Oh yeah. And so yes, when they get down, um uh, Azrael is going to take Elaine to the gardens. And Elaine looks down at his hands and is like, beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you, Elaine. That is so annoying. And Azrael does blush. <sighs> it's whatever it's so annoying cassian has nine swords strapped to him for this trip to the <laughs> the Huns. i love that <laughs> nine swords but Farah notices how well Azrael and elaine get on and she asks Farah uh and she asks um reese reese <sighs> my notes are all fucked up she asked reese why elaine and Azrael aren't ma- mates when they're better suited and what determines it and reese this is where reese mentions that the mating bond can be rejected and it's more so for to make powerful children and not necessarily always for the best interests of the two people being mated yes um it, it's funny because elaine and asriel are just sitting quietly together in the garden and she's like look at that why can't they be together no <laughs> look at how well they get along no in the garden no wet blankets with the shadow daddy we need the shadow daddy to get someone interesting and fun and creative yeah. and smart and fun and interesting and doesn't just like to garden um, Elaine hasn't done anything bad, but she needs a redemption arc. It isn't my deal. <laughs> Elaine needs, an no, she does not need a redemption. Yes, arc Yeah she does. You hate her. I hate her. She needs to be redeemed. I want her to be interesting, though. Yeah, exactly. All right, so we're in the human city. They sit down to meet with Kier. He already knows what's up. He knows Reese wants his Darkbringer allegiance to, um, yeah, uh, his Darkbringer forces to join his army. Reese is like, great. What's your asking price? Because I'm sure you've thought about it. And Kier looks at Feyre and he says, I did. Ugh. Does Kier really believe that Rhysand would whore Feyre out to him? He's just fucking with him. Yeah. He's just being a dick. But Rhys is only. Kier res- is a dick. Yeah, he is. He's the worst. Why didn't more kill him? I don't know. I'll never know. We'll never know. Reese's only response is, I know you don't have to help me with your armies, Kier, but I can kill you whenever I want. So like, watch your words. But then he moves on. He says, I figured you might be hesitant to help me. And in walks Eris. Much to everyone's I'm going to hold my thoughts till the All end right. of this because it, I have so many. Okay, cool. It's clear that Moore did not know what this is happening. Azrael seems to be in the same boat because he reaches for his dagger. Feyre asks through the bond, what is he doing here? Making sure Kira agrees to help. And it turns out Eris is there to form an alliance with Kier because Kier has always wanted an alliance with the Autumn Court, and it's not enough for Kier. He wants Feyre. Eris says, "I've forgotten why I was so relieved when our bargain fell apart the last time." And does that sound, does that mean something? Yeah, that with more. Okay, because Reese shoots him a warning look. Yeah, with He's more, because like, more's there. Okay. Yeah. And then Eris just takes a sip of his drink. I'm not really. I don't know what it means, but I'm sure we will when we need to um eris just says okay so what is it what do you want Kier says i want my people to be free of this mountain and Fabra's was like you have every comfort and yet it is not enough the fact that she's questioning whether an entire people are happy living under a mountain is <laughs> insane it is it is a bit insane but Kier finally drops the bomb he wants access to valeris and more immediately says no and Fabra agrees and i agree but apparently reese has been anticipating this because all he says is there will be conditions Jaws are on the floor. Moore is shocked, to say the least. Asriel puts a hand on her hand in silent support, and she snatches it away, and Eris notices and laughs. She is silently begging Reese. Kier looks at Moore when he says, done. Happy to have just taken something that she loves. Farah is like, um, can I have the Ouroboros? <laughs> By the way. While we're here... <laughs> while we're here Kier's, Kier doesn't care he's like yeah consider it a mating present if you can even take it because to take the mirror you have to look into it and most people don't survive looking into it they either go mad or they're broken beyond repair this includes high lords Kier leaves okay and then eris dares to have idle chatter with Moore. he says you look well as says you don't speak to her and then eris says oh okay you're still holding a grudge got it i um, allegedly, we know what happened between Moore and Eris, but Eris thinks of Moore's continued disdain as a grudge, which tells me that we there's more to the story. We have no idea what actually happened between them. Yeah. Okay, moving on. Eris knows of Faerus' powers, right? He says he did not spill the beans to Baron, and his brothers mysteriously forgot what they saw that night when they were on fighting on that frozen lake. And his excuse is that it would be a waste because Baron would just hunt them down and kill them, and he knows that this night court might be the answer to winning against Hybern. It's a good excuse more understands at the very least what is happening. And she said, okay, what do you want? Another bride for torture? Eris says, I don't know who fed you those lies to begin with more likely the bastards you surround yourself with. Do we Ah! implying what Asriel is not telling the truth. Someone's not telling the truth. And then, and I don't, and I wouldn't, here's my thing is, is how is it so hard for them to believe that maybe Eris puts on a front yeah, when they, when all, do they all do it. they all the rest do it of the Com- world. For 500 years. For 500 years. Probably more. No, it's like their ancestors did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's like... Well, Pre-Reese, yeah. Pre-Reese, yeah. And then more response to that. You've never gave any evidence to the contrary. Certainly not when you left me in those woods. Oh, well, it's so confusing. And then Eris says, there are forces at work that you have never considered, and I'm not going to waste my time explaining them to you. Believe what you want about me. So there's 100%... More, more, to Eris than we know. I agree. Yeah, Farah is like, well, you hunted me down, so you're probably just a piece of shit. And he's like, well, I was doing that under orders, and I had to do it with my brothers. Right. He doesn't like his brothers. Then she's like, okay, what about like when you actually hunted down Lucian as well, like on that ice? And what about when you helped execute his lover before his eyes? Right. And he, uh, Eris is mad. He's like, you know nothing about what happened that day. Nothing. And she's like, okay, well, indulge me. So Eris claims that he wasn't there for that execution, and that was the first and only time he had ever defied his father and that he knew they were going to kill Lucian after that, and he made sure they didn't. He made sure that Tamlin got word anonymously to get the hell over to his own border where two of his brothers had been killed by Lucian and Tamlin. So he's got Lucian's back, apparently. Yeah. Then he says... Not all of us were so lucky in our friends and family as you, Rhysand. And he's like picking... He's like doing an anxiety thing, picking at his fingernails while he says it. But Rhys is just like, apparently not. There's... I have sympathy for Eris. Something's going on. I do too. Yeah. You can tell very easily. Eris's mm-hmm. asking price for all this is the Night Court to support him taking the Autumn Throne. He says he'll pledge his troops right now if and just kills his father right now which i don't get why they don't <laughs> why well, do don't you just do it why don't they do that i I will never understand he's like he, they somehow think eris is worse than baron and i, I that's crazy to me because someone's lying there's a villain amongst our circle right i, do, I i'll never understand it um R- reese denies it eris promises that baron will side with them in the war and that he won't betray pharaoh's gifts to him um as he's getting an as he's getting up to leave, he tells Moore, I wouldn't have touched you, but when you fucked that other, that other bastard, that Illyrian bastard, it was probably Illyrian bastard, mm. I knew why you did it, so I gave you your freedom, ending the betrothal in no uncertain terms. And Asriel was like, okay, what happened after that? And he says, there are a few things I regret. That is one of them. Perhaps one day, now that we are allies, I shall tell you why, what it cost me. And more, just like completely dismisses him. She's not listening. Um, and we are going to save... Or do you have words? I have words, but it's not about Eris. And okay. Well, it's oh. kind of about Eris, but it's, it's not about. It's okay. Racing. We're going to save the Eris stuff for their theories episode. This is so fucked up to me. And this is so, this makes me so mad. And this almost is like, I, this to me is Tamlin bad. It is him, him, him going into Pharaoh's first meeting with the Hewn city and knowing more is going to be there. And not warning them about Eris and Cure. There's no reason both of them. not to have warned them. There's it's no... It's like, listen, I did this. I know it sucks, but we gotta do it. Yes. At the very least, Feyre is your high lady. Oh <laughs> Feyre is your equal. Feyre is supposed to be ruling alongside of you. And you ha- you don't even have the right... like To Nothing. tell her. The decency to tell her. And then you don't tell more. Taking away her choice mm. to be there or not be there... Under Ooh. false pretenses, Mr. I'll always give you a choice, a choice until I don't. Mm-hmm. It's just, this is so, it's so messed up because he assumes how she's going to react because she, she should s- be used to it by now. He, right. Fair. But he assumes he just constantly right. is assuming how these women are going to react. But he, you know, what's interesting. He never does that to the males. <gasps> he never does. He never like hides information, afraid of how they're going to act. You're right. He only ever does that to the to the females in this story. I'm shook. I have chills. Yeah. Oh my, Mr. God. Choice. Hmm. <laughs> oh, we are not happy with Reese. No, I'm not. Okay. This was ugh, disgust, despicable. They are back at the townhouse. Moore says why. Reese says nothing. Why? His excuse is Eris found Azrael on their lands, and that his hands are tied. He made the best of it and then he's like, I'm sorry. But it's not a real sorry at this point. Mm-mm. Things get heated. Literally, nobody but recent and Azrael knew that they wanted to use Eris. I'm disappointed in Azrael it, as well. Because Azrael was love, also Azrael was with him too for the meeting with the governors. And Azrael was there for um, the Ares situation. So he knew about both. Interesting dynamics we have very interesting lucian says yeah like this is crazy eris is a snake like why did you what did you do implying that reese had not filled lucian in on everything that eris had claimed about saving lucian however he could and all of his defiance to his father and they don't do the filling in now they don't tell him what eris said right more is pissed about blair she thinks kira is going to destroy it reese says he had a meeting with the governors which we just went over and they agree to okay. They agree to never serve, shelter, or entertain Kier or anyone from the Court of Nightmares. And apparently, they've been sending out word to every business owner in the city, every, every restaurant, shop, and venue. So, in theory, Kier can come, but anybody can come, but they won't be enjoying themselves. Which yeah, like it makes it that it doesn't make it better, and it won't. That will never happen. Like, how big of a city is Valeris? It's there's a there's a black big. market in Valeris for right. sure. Ugh. It's a good try, race but there's no way in hell like that's going to hold up. I don't blame him for making that deal. I don't blame him for making the deal with, with heiress. But I think to leave your friend who, you know, was so traumatized by those, both of those people, like so horribly in the dark and, and leave her in the dark and also leave the person that you're uh, supposedly is your equal in the dark. And you're also your high <laughs> lady in the dark. Is it's a lot to crazy. unpack. Crazy. Ugh. Um, it's inevitable. It's inevitable. I think that like race or er, it's inevitable, That will find a way to fuck up Valeris. I agree. And Moore believes that as well. So kill him. Yeah. Kill him, more. I don't get it. You have the green light. Kill him. Cassian was like, you should have warned us, Reese. And Reese was like, yeah, I should have. But like, I'm sorry. Mm. Then Moore goes there. Okay. She goes there. She says, what if I had went behind your back and made a deal with Amarantha to work with her, even if it was to save us all? How would you how would that make you feel, Reese? As she should yeah yeah it was her attempt to put the situation into perspective for him and mr gaslight gay boy boss is like i would have made a deal with her yeah he said if there if she offered us a slim shot of survival then i would not give a shit that she made me fuck her for all those years and and that's and that's lies the literal the room flinches the thing is 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 everyone because everyone knows it's lies everyone knows it's bullshit and she admits that later but he said if Amarantha showed up at the door right now and, and said she could buy us a chance of defeating Hibern, it says hybrid because <laughs> of my autocorrect, <laughs> um, and keeping us all alive, I would thank the fucking cauldron. And Moore's like, you don't believe that. And he says, I do. Which, he is lying right now. Um, Faye is trying to reach out to Reese, but his mind is a howling void things are getting out of hand she's probably like oh my god i'm i am a high lady i gotta do something i gotta intervene but she's but she stands by reese it's so disappointing she doesn't say anything she does not speak up but amarin steps up and she says i kept this unit from breaking for 49 years i'm not gonna let it let you rip it to shreds now working with kira and aris oh i'm not gonna let you rip it to shreds working with Kieran and aris is not forgiving them and when this war is over, I will hunt them down and butcher them with you if that's what you want. And she's speaking to Moore. But more is like, no, like I'm, he's going to destroy the city. And she's very afraid of her father. And again, why didn't you just kill him? Kill him. You've had the go the, the green light for years and years and years. Also, if they killed Kier, like who would take over as steward? I don't know. Maybe and maybe there's a worse option, but I still. I was gonna just... say like what they. Pro- I would assume they would have more reason, like a better chance at persuading them. She she. Re- I seriously though like all they all they needed to do was just tell just tell more just let her know. Uh, yeah. That's it. It doesn't make sense. Reese looks devastated, and Farrah says mind to mind, "I see you," which is a direct rip off from Avatar. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> I see you, but that's her standing by him, uh, yep. basically saying mm-hmm. that she's. You know. Yep. Amron then has the most contradicting sentence in this whole book so far. She says, you're a sneaky bastard. You always have been and likely always will be. But it doesn't excuse you, boy, from not warning us. Warning her, not when those two bastards are involved. Mm. Yes, you made the right call. Played it well, but you also played it badly. So she's like on both sides there. I but And I agree with that. But I definitely it's, feel like there should be more emphasis on, on Reese there. Mm-hmm reese does apologize at this point and it oh, feels good. real it, yeah he does and it feels real this time good someone brings up the mirror and she was like yeah no 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 because at this point because pharah goes this is Farah, yep. the person who's like 20 years old hasn't ever been to war <laughs> is like this is war yeah <laughs> she's like i <laughs> this is this is We're, we can't I, I can't leaving Im- us apart yeah I can't, can't I haven't be ever been. You guys have all been <laughs> through a war, but I can't imagine that we're going to survive this if they cleave us apart. Farah, I person mean, she's that's not, not once been to war. That doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Literally, like Shh, sh- sh- that to me. Farah. Sh- sh- yeah, Farah. Shut your mouth. Shut. Shut your mouth. Shut it. Go hide sh- in Asriel's shadows. Literally, ugh. and like stand up for your friend. Right. Ugh, I'm. That is. It's sickening. It's sickening. I'm upset. We're moving on. Okay, all right. Someone brings up the the mirror of Ouroboros. And she was like, Yeah, the bone cover said, (laughs) What? This pisses me off too. Yes, she did this, she's doing the same shit. So, okay, so she's like, Yeah, the bones the bone cover said I could have it if I could take it. And more confirms that the legends about the mirror are true. And amarin is like, um, excuse me, what the fuck? The mirror of Ouroboros, y'all went to the prison? Mm. Lucian is frustrated and, disapp- and disappointed in Pharaoh. As he should be. And then they're like, well, since we're on the subject, Amarin, how did you escape from the prison? Because we need to know, because we want the carver. And she refuses, but Reese says, this isn't a request. <laughs> Reese is like, remember, you can use the book to go home if you want. But the bone cover said there's probably nothing left of that world. And so, like, but Amarin, I think they're from different worlds. Okay, but like, chances are. <laughs> no, you're not wrong. Right? You're, you're, yes. Aaron and Reese both have to know that. I agree. It feels like they're trapping a feral animal when they're talking about Aaron and I they're agree. all poised to attack or defend, but she's afraid to talk about it because there are ears and eyes everywhere listening. And if it, get back, if it gets back to the prison, they will remember that they have not caught her and she does not want to go back in. I can't go back in. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a, was that the right one? No. <laughs> <laughs> sorry continue okay they put a shield up around the around the room and they're like okay no one can hear us now tell us your story she says uh she had to make herself something else to trick the prison to leave which she had lied about because she said someone else had bound her she tells her story um she along with her sisters and brothers were given orders to lay waste to twin cities by their ruler who was a wrathful god who ruled a young world and she was a messenger and a soldier assassin. Um, that might be related to Crescent City. I haven't read that yet. And I haven't I would read love, it either. I would love to. So no spoilers. I don't actually know that. Yeah, but maybe that, there's some crossover there. That would be really cool. I would I'd love that. Um, during this assault on these cities, a rip had opened up in the world. She was very curious about the rip and went through and ended up here and subsequently in the prison. As connected with her, with her in this moment, because he was locked away as a child by his brothers, I believe. Um, so she bound herself to the body that we know as Amarin. And apparently the prison was like, what the fuck? I guess there's no one in there or whatever. And yeah. just yeah. unlocked her cell. Yeah. That's how she got out. <laughs> <laughs> the, she confused oh, wow. the fuck out of the prison. <laughs> she mentions that if she were to be unbound from her body, she would return to her true form. She would not remember anything or anybody. And she would probably just kill everyone around her. She does not remember her name from before, but she did pick Amryn for a reason. Um and it's a long story, but we get interrupted because Elaine, a little old an unassuming Elaine walks in and it's assumed since there was a shield up that she didn't realize anyone was in there and she is startled upon seeing everybody. Everyone's like, "Oh, sweetie, sweet, sweetheart, do you need anything?" Do you need a pat do, on the back. "Do you want to go to the change? garden?" Elaine says, "No, I was sleeping, but I heard and then she looks around at everybody and she's like, I didn't hear you. Then Azriel yeah. was like, well, what did you hear? And she's like, I don't know. I think I was dreaming. And Farrah says, let me get you some hot milk, sweet, sweet baby. Elaine, that will help you. And she says, I can hear her crying. And they're like, who? Everyone thinks she's dead, but she's not. Only different, changed as I was. I was so afraid she meant Emma at that first. <laughs> do, do we know who she means? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. But she just walks away until Azrael says, "Wait! Wait! 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 What did you see?" And the, oh, she. Okay. <laughs> I saw a young hands with with withered with age. I saw a box of black stone. I saw a feather of fire land on snow and melted. And okay, so I do know what that means. But we don't. We don't yet. Pharaoh and Nesta's reaction is like fear. They're like, "Oh shit, she's going crazy." And then she said, It, it was angry." It was so, so angry that something was taken. So it took something from them as punishment. That felt obvious to me. Yeah. But whatever. Well, we don't. Yeah. We don't know yet really explicitly until but, later. But even before I like read it the second time or like read it through all the way, mm-hmm. I felt like that was obvious what she meant there. Yeah. But uh, they trick you into thinking Elaine is crazy. They tricked me into thinking Elaine crazy. Maybe it's says <laughs> I never underestimated Elaine. Yeah. Good for you. Bitch ass. <laughs> they ask Azrael what does it mean and I think he knows because he winnows away without a word yeah they need to do something to help Elaine Lucian wants a healer to look at her and uh duh why didn't they do this before I don't know. Feyre agrees and sends a request to Madja their preferred healer their preferred healer to take a look at Elaine why did you morning. say it like that because Madja's in on this theory she, no I'm just kidding <laughs> she's in on it <laughs> she's in on everything <laughs> Um, and also Majja sounds like my friend's Majja's name. So I'm gonna, I love that. Yeah. I think I think in the in the books, they pronounce it Majja. M- OK. Majja. or in the in the audio. I mean, <laughs> Reese finds Farah after she cries herself to sleep and admits that he should have found another way and that he admits that if Amarantha would have shown up at his house, he would have killed her without even letting her speak. So he did lie earlier and he Moore, just didn't want to admit he was wrong yeah fucking piece of shit Moore got to him she put she put it into perspective for him i'm glad and, she did yeah and she should he should go back right now and apologize okay so Farah trains with cassian she has flying lessons with asriel and she's like snappy she's not in the mood and she trained really hard later Moore tells her that the first of the high lord's responses came in dawn day and winter courts want the meeting but they all have their stipulations of course no one else has replied but also no one else was refused. Moore is upset that Ezreal didn't side with her because she expected him to because Ezreal is in love with her and she fucking uses that to her advantage. Which Moore is kind of a little bitch too. let's be honest. A hundred percent. And then she's like, I know it all sucks, but everybody wins. Eris wins. My father wins. All of them fucking win if I don't let it get to me, which is like, okay no yeah. you're so, we don't know Good all for the her. story Good for though. her she's she's yeah. honestly a lot more mature than i am because i would hold that grudge for another 10 years yeah at least. i mean a, we believe more at this point we, we we can do nothing else but we believe more in what happened to her so preach it well the thing is is like something did obviously happen to her she obviously got the shit her shit rocked and yeah, nailed right. in the stomach and we so, yeah we're on her side at this point right Um, The healer finds nothing wrong with Elaine, but she can't enter her mind because she was cauldron made and she cannot pierce the pieces, the places that it left its marks. And Nestle's like, what the, what do you mean? What do you mean? (laughs) She says, um, she does say that Elaine has some signs of trauma, but she was also made by something that none of us understand. So um, there's nothing necessarily wrong with her. She is just different and perhaps changed. Um, she suggests maybe Lucian can help Because of the mating bond And this scene is really funny It is so funny When Lucian is trying to talk with Elaine They're like sitting down having tea Mind to mind Reese tells Feyre Tarquin is considering the meeting Elaine feels a tug from Lucian Through the bond And everyone is upset about this Especially Nesta Nesta's and, like fuck like, There what is are you one doing to her Damn it But the Elaine says Twin ravings are coming one white and one black. Hmm. What is that? Mysterious. Mean? Bum, bum, bum. Despite the tug in the bond, Lucian says he didn't find anything beyond that before she walked away. Um <laughs> I didn't mention any of the funny parts, but cause it's not important, but it's just funny, like when Reese and Cassian are like outside and they can see and, and Cassian's like trying to look through the windows yeah. to see what's happening. <laughs> it's so funny. And then they go to get a drink and he's yeah. like good luck with that. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> yeah. hell. That's so funny. So Feyre is training with Azriel again. She's running into trees and shit. She's not a good flyer. No, <laughs> Lucian is helping with the correspondence to the High Lords in, dealing, in deciding a place to have the meeting and we know he's good at this kind of thing because that's why Tamlin took him in in the first place because he's a little fox. Yeah, I love that for him, too. Um, A fun fact. Sometimes I write these notes using talk to text and more than once it has heard Tammy instead of Tamlin. (laughs) So when I go over my notes, it just says Tammy. Um, Illyrians are aliens. And then the Ouroboros is the Aurora Boris. Okay, moving on. In the meantime, Farrah is researching the Ouroboros. As far as she can tell, the weaver in the wood is the only one who has ever looked into it and come out okay yeah flying west flying lessons are not going well asriel says you probably won't be up to part a fight with the illyrians it takes decades to learn that like, well, i need you to know but you know it doesn't hurt to practice with every last second you have then we get a new pr for lines with asriel good for asriel I'm He's so am talking. yeah he tells Farah a story about miriam way back when like after or during the war she led her people to to their island and they were going to use boats but the queen had to destroy them so draken's people the seraphim who have feathered wings they have amazing like wind and air powers and they parted the sea like moses himself so the humans could walk across and the entire this entire time some kind of army is chasing them and they do catch up the seraphim's magic is running out Miriam is skewered by the queen herself, and Draken didn't notice. He thought she got away. He's out of there. She was dead to rights, but a young seraphim named Nephel saw her go down. Again, the magic is failing. The sea is crashing in on them. No one could reach Miriam in time except for Nepal. Despite being small, a little bit weak, and having a malformed wing, Nephel found Miriam and flew with her and carried her away to safety. He tells her this because Pharaoh was struggling to fly, as Azrael did when he learned and they use the story sometimes as a reminder that the some of their, their greatest weaknesses can sometimes be our greatest strengths and the most unlikely person can alter the course of history. I like that story a lot. I love that story. Yeah. I, I highly recommend going back and just listening to or reading it or whatever because it's so good it was it really brought good. tears to my eyes it did kind of. it was really sweet so good they call it the nafel philosophy they've um adopted it within their own little circle reese as and cassian mm-hmm. um I and he it. also he casually mentions that nafel married a woman
1: he's yes. like that
0: night like nafel's like girlfriend like made her his wife because that was badass yeah <laughs> anybody would and they're married and it's so cute and i love that for yeah that. and is this our first same-sex couple in the series i think so i think it is i think it is Pharaoh- and they're like living in a fucking utopia they have like humans Dude. and fae, and mm. like super awesome gay couples no one that knows obsessed. they're alive <laughs> yeah and they're just all happy and living life to the fullest wait and we don't just, know like, that they're alive <laughs> oh yeah they're supposed to be, uh, allegedly. Yeah, their um, island is deserted. Okay, anyways. Pharaoh right. wants to show Nesta the library. Everyone is conversating, getting ready, eating breakfast. And then out of nowhere, Elaine says to Cassian, he snapped your wings, broke your bones. And Cassian says, I mean, re- referring to Hibern when they're in Hibern, right? Mm-hmm. When they're in Hibern and with Hibern. <laughs> Cassian jokes and says, it'll take more than that to kill me. But, he, but she says, no. It will not. So is he going to die? What? If he dies, I swear to God. I I, swear to God. We will delete these episodes from the internet. And I will never (laughs) talk about this book ever (laughs) ever again. I'll never read a Sarah J. Mass book ever, 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 ever. Okay, Sarah, you heard it here first. But Farrah's response is, do you want to go to the garden? Oh my gosh, we got to get you outside. Yeah. At the library, Nesta seems vulnerable and open and admits she didn't know Farrah could read. And Farrah's like kind of upset about that. But she asks her, why do you push everyone away except for Elaine? Like why do you push me away? And Nesta is about to answer in some capacity, but they can feel something coming. The lights are popping off. A darkness is surging toward them. They're running. She can't get a hold of Reese. They run down and not up. Feyre forgets that she can winnow. but <laughs> and as yeah. soon as she could, as soon as she remembers, two high females reveal themselves from the shadows. one dark-haired and one light-haired. And they have hibern insignias on their um, suits or whatever they're wearing. They blow feybane dust at them, blue feybane dust, which is what we're drinking. Mm. Um, Immediately, these guys start giving up a bunch of information. It was easy to get into the priestess's minds once their master let them through the wards to make them think they were scholars. They're like, you're Definitely our target for sure. We want you, Nesta, and pharaoh is jealous because she used to be sought after by Highburn. Yeah, <laughs> she's like, what the fuck? It's not for me. I'm sorry. Who do you want? <laughs> i did, did you mean Farah? Time out. You, who, what? <laughs> Say the name again. They are the King's Ravens, and they've come to quote take Nesta back. pharaoh ponders how this is possible. How? How the? How has the King broken in? Mm. They do admit that they're happy to see Feyre as a bonus, but the king wants Nesta back. <laughs> She's like, she, "What?" They're like, "You're, you're. It's great that you're here, but like, we want Nesta." Um, chopped liver. <laughs> they want what Nesta took from the cauldron, and Feyre realizes that the reason the cauldron couldn't shatter the wall was because Nesta stole too much power from it. Nesta caught the cauldron sleeping. She did. <laughs> Fuck yeah for Nesta. Hell yeah. So they're like running their hashtag. That's all they can do at this point. All the way down because Farah gets an idea and she's like, honestly, if I were her, because she was so jealous, I just would have thrown the thrown Nesta to the wolves. No, I'm joking. Oh, no. Oh, no. She's like, Nesta, I know your body's super weak. because you have even been training, but I'm out of here. And she was so slow, too. So they're running to the bottom. Farah is like basically dragging Nesta. Yeah. Um, and so they're all the way down. It's getting darker, getting dark and getting darker. They, they hit the bottom. Right. And as they're going down is when the, the, um, Ravens are telling them all these things. Yeah. About they're the just queen. like, and they're like, this is getting all this information. So much information. They are very confident. They're going to get them. Yeah. Um, Farah creates a diversion with the bookcases. She pushes them over to try and get nested, to go into the l- light of the hole oh. that goes all the way to the bottom. I don't know what she thought. Nesta would do at that point once she got there. I don't know. I think maybe she was just hoping that favorite could distract him for long enough that she can get away. Yeah, for sure. Um so she does. She does a good job. Nesta dips. Um and right as the the ravens are about to get to her, she hears the monster. She's like looking for it. She's like, Where are you? Where are you? Where are you? We don't know its name yet, but I won't spoil it. Yeah, I don't even remember. I do remember a little bit, but um, no spoilers. So the monster's like, "Oh, you're the High Lady of the Nightcore." You know, he's like, "Are you the High Lady?" Yeah. Oh, <laughs> is that how you picture it? Oh my God, are you the High Lady? And she's like, "Yeah, uh, I'm the High Lady." Yeah, I am. That's how you talk. Okay. Uh, <laughs> And they, and they make a bargain. Essentially, the bargain, what this monster, the monster that scared Cassian so much over for the last 200 years, for 200 years that he can't even explain, talk, <laughs> like anything, what happened. She goes, you know, what do you want? Do you, please kill them. What do you want? And it goes, I just want someone to come down here and tell me how life is. Yeah, like, what's it like out there? Yeah, just give me give me a little rundown on what you guys are doing out there. And she's like, deal! I love your accent for him. That's great voice. I just, yeah perfect it's still good um and she's like deal, deal. And, and this thing fucks them up she, she starts running and all she hears is them screaming mm-hmm. next thing she knows cassian is there and he must have been shaking in his boots and he was probably terrified and he's like don't look reese yes. comes down and he goes don't look reese goes over to the things i'm essentially i'm assuming talks to the monster and is like you know hold on for just like second. hold on i just I, gotta need get, to I just gotta get, get into their minds, their minds. <laughs> so before you finish up do you mind just waiting for just a second <laughs> okay perfect cool uh and gets into their minds and guess what he needs and they all go back up to the house of wind to kind of decompress <laughs> mm-hmm. just, yeah and that is crazy to me but anyways <laughs> yeah what just that whole thing was just nuts to me it's yeah just, it's such <laughs> out of, and it's so funny to me this is this goes along the lines of the bargain situation like favor so like she's like i don't understand fearless all this of everything because yeah. she doesn't understand it that, where everyone because, else is absolutely terrified because it always works out for her it always works out for her <laughs> god um <laughs> So Farrah re- tells Reese about the bargain that she made. And Reese is really not happy about the whole situation. He's upset that Farrah had to be reduced to right. making a bargain with this this thing. He's upset that ke- the king busted through their wards with a spell and then entered the library. The one special place, the safe place for the princesses, where he just tried to fuck Farrah like a <laughs> week ago. <laughs> and it's just everything is, he's real, this, this attack. It's hitting him hard. It's hitting him the hardest mm-hmm. out of all of them. Clotho, we learned that Clotho was the one that alerted Cassian and Reese to the attack Yeah, they had like a little bell mm-hmm. that, that sent a message to all the, the three of them Right, to let them know what was going on Something's going on And, and Nesta and Farah uh, are worried about Elaine But every, everyone else is there Everyone else went to go protect Elaine for some reason. Like, it's like someone wants her. No one wants her. No, it's Nesta. It's Nesta. Why is everyone going to protect Elaine? It's Nesta. Not one person wants Elaine. (laughs) She's fine in her gardens. No one would have touched her. So annoying. Anyways, they go back to the townhouse and realize that the incoherent things that Elaine had been saying may actually have been coherent. Yeah. They're like, oh shit, maybe we should have listened. Maybe we should (laughs) have... Figured that she went into the cauldron and came out with some sort of powers. Maybe we should have listened to her and realized that, oh, she needed. She needed something and we weren't giving it to her. The cauldron gave her something. She's a seer. (sighs) And she was trying to warn them about all these things. She was trying to warn them about the ravens. She was trying to warn them about everything. So they kind of worked through all the stuff that she had been talking about. And they realized that what she had been speaking about is the sixth queen. She's (gasps) alive. She's not ill like the other queens had talked about. She was sold to a sorcerer lord. Uh, the lord possesses an onyx box. I don't know why that's important, but it's got to be important somehow. So we don't know. We don't know. I think yeah. it'll be important maybe in other books. Okay. But we'll see. He keeps girls like the queens and the queen is a firebird. She is essentially like <laughs> two different forms, a firebird and a human. Yeah, like by day and by night. Yeah. And she is being held, get this, by a lake by a lake people who else is being held by a lake (laughs) just saying okay (laughs) oh son of a bitch uh and it's deep in the continent the queen they don't know her actual name but she goes by vasa oh yeah it's vasa that's not her actual name though that's just like i don't i essentially a title about her yeah i don't know um they realize that they need to find Vasa because it might be vital to convincing at least some of the human forces to fight with them in the in the upcoming war. I just I just need to know everything about what is happening with that. Yeah, Lucian offers to go, and kind of no one stops him. <laughs> yeah, uh. but he does. Okay, does he does say something about his eye? He says mm. his metal eye can see things that others can't, such as spells, spells. And glamours. And glamours. And I love that for him. Yeah, it's cool. But um, yeah, continue. And then that night, Amran is spent uh, hunting in Valeris to try Ooh. and weed out any hybrid assassins that might have been left mm-hmm. or spies that might have been left. People are leaving their like, blood, blood offerings. They're like, yeah. mm, don't come into my room. Please just leave me alone, you <laughs> scary little Amorin. Lucian um, leaves the next day to try and find the sixth queen and amon Amron rushes in right after and says hibern attacked the spring or the summer court and they lay, lay siege to it as they speak Adriata is under attack Adriata is under attack and of course we prince varian of course sent amon a warning yeah. to prepare her for uh to prepare their def- defenses not even as like a please like, come and help it's exactly like, save yourself yes Which i love is, varian he's so sweet Uh, Reese says they can't leave Tarquin to face this alone and that they're all going to go with their Illyrian legions to the Summer Court to help. Blood rubies be damned. Blood rubies be fucking damned. (laughs) Okay. They arrive (laughs) and realize no other courts have come to help. Morin, Feyre head to the palace to fight okay wait one mention when they get there it's like total chaos right like it's 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 a mess Illyrians are in the air people are dying in the streets and Farah thought that the battle would be fought in neat lines like in a field (laughs) I think that's so funny my girl is so confusing because some days she's like the smartest person in the room. some days I swear (laughs) to god she's a two-year-old I'm like it's so crazy they begin ca- killing Highburn soldiers and saving the lesser Fae in the castle. They're just like Weed whacking them Widow down. Strike, Widow, strike, strike, Widow strike. Widow strike. Widow strike. Widow strike. Weed whacking? actually is Mostly using her powers. Did you say weed whacking? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weed whacking. For sure. Because hybrid is weeds um they could <laughs> they do clear out the castle though uh, of hybrid soldiers she tries to get into reese's mind in the middle of a battle for whatever reason i'll never know mm-hmm. i'll literally never ever 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 know Yeah, she's like oh you know i'm not even like i'm just like in the midst of this high of killing people but like let me go see what he's doing yeah for real she's like i gotta see i gotta know which girl get your shit together <laughs> get it together and he is hunting whatever is causing the damper on their powers because there's something that's causing them not to be as strong mm-hmm. and he locates a ship and it's coming uh, like where it's coming from and the king of highburn is there wink wink there exactly reese knew it was a trap to see which high lord would come first yeah and pharah's in reese's mind this whole time he literally traps her in so she can't even leave <laughs> like what the fuck <laughs> oh and uh, that was really <laughs> weird and she's telling him to kill the king like be done with it be done and for whatever reason he doesn't agree he's like it's not that easy Like, <laughs> are you kidding me this is not king of iron he's like no i don't think but he also doesn't agree he's like, like he-, I- he also doesn't agree he's like i think it actually would be better to not <laughs> And i'm like mm, i think you could reese mm. Yeah. Yeah. Reese does say it's not that simple. The king is angry about what Favor did to brag Brandon and Dag <laughs> Bra- Brandon and oh, Brandon Dag and Dagna. the twins. Okay. The, the, nif- twins. the niece and nephew. the niece and nephew. Whatever the fuck their <laughs> names are. Who cares? They're, in- they're, they're dead. In- yeah. They're dead. Fuck them. And the king says we'll take everything Reese has to try and stop him and it still won't be enough. I oh, know. <laughs> and then he said and then your mate will be like weeping over your body and then I'll take her oh my god that is inappropriate <laughs> reese is like um this is a professional workspace you yeah, can't say that i don't like that i don't like that at all <laughs> he says he will take faith oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> hey it was not my note don't to say don't do that no i'm just kidding okay the king tells reese that there was room for everyone on the, at the table that's why he's doing all this yeah humans high fae lesser fae half breeds in reese's world but only if they thought like him but the king says Reese looked down his nose at the loyalists. Well, I mean, because like, get over yourself, Highburn. slavery. Yeah, is not a good thing. Come on, I don't know if he knows that, but it's not. <laughs> no one told him. I, who? Yeah, how did no one? He tell just doesn't him know. He's not educated. He just needs to be educated. Yeah, I think he that's does. It. I think that's all it is. He really, just, he just needs to open a book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. He says he has no interest in spending another 500 years bowing before humans, which that's not what anyone's asking of him, no. by the way. he's just It's just excuses because he wants to do all this. Literally. Reese tries to attack the king, but he ju- he's just an illusion the whole time. He didn't actually come. Mm. He didn't actually come. I'm sorry. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> the king says that this is just a taste of what is to come. And the king disappears. And so does the damper on his magic. Feyre comes back into herself and she vomits a bunch. (laughs) She's having a hard time coming down from the excitement of battle. She's like, what do I do with my hands? (laughs) But she understands why people bow to Highburn rather than face him and realizes that there's a cost to all the killing and it's her soul being altered. But she would do it over and over and over again for her people. Um, They spot Varian amongst the wounded being gathered. Yeah. and even though they have blood rubies on the night court he only says he's in the oak dining room and pharaoh thinks that he means reese but he means tarquin yeah why would he <laughs> mean reese yeah why would he, he doesn't mean know reese? anything about you yeah tarquin sees the girls come in and orders everyone else in the room to leave at first he tells them when he saw the illyrian legion coming in he thought that they were coming in to like finish hibern to finish adriata off with hibern yeah and he's understandably upset with pharah yes because she stole from him but also because when she went to the spring court and basically like destroyed the territory it left the door open for highburn to dock in their harbors and it was an easy trip right to his doorstep and he blames her for this attack which why would she come and kill him then like if they were just going to come and kill them what why wouldn't she have just killed them when killed him when she was in adriata before like, that doesn't make sense to me, why he would even think that. I think he's just trying to hurt her. No, I think he, from his perspective, it kind of makes sense. They they do try to, ex- to explain. They try to be cool, but Tarquin is not having it right now. He's just like, just get out. And they're like, well, we just want to help. And he's like, nope, get the fuck out. And then he said, I suggest you warn your mate not to give High Lord's orders. Oh, yeah, because she says, tend to your wounded, Tarquin. Yeah, and he's in like what he's why supposed, would she say that but he no that's what she said right tend to your wounded yeah because she's like she say that well she likes tarquin yeah and I obviously she Tarquin meant it to be a slight but no yeah tarquin is upset and she's like just tend to your wounded like obviously you're not listening i'm gonna get out of here and then he says that but he's supposed to be a dreamer with her with them um, yeah but he's so mad he's so mad he'll come he down he has every it. right to be mad yeah he does the Illyrian warriors stay camped in the hills above Adriata and Cassian, Asriel, Reese, and Feyre are attending to the wounded and just like being there for them. They can't leave yet until they're all healthier. Reese confides in Feyre that maybe he is a little bit scared because Hybern knows about all of them, like their histories and their insecurities and their fears. Well, this is interesting because why, how? Right. Where would he, he picked, did they know that? He picked the library because he knew what it meant for Reese. Yeah. Not just to take Nesta. Who said something? Who? Who's the spy? I need to know. I have to know. Um I have a theory for that. I also have a theory for Okay, that. let's talk about it in 1 minute. Okay. But they're like, shit, we need more allies. The high lord meeting needs to be moved up. This has got to get sp- sped along. Fera says it's time to take the masks off and be ourselves to them. Um to show the other High Lords who we truly are, Valeris isn't a secret anymore. We convey ourselves as a family. He's concerned that they'll be angry at the lies they fed them over the centuries, which like. Yeah, they would be. I would be. Yeah. But she was she was like, we can explain that all the way. It's totally fine. Um, we'll show them the court of dreams is what he said. And he likes the, the idea. He's like, OK, yeah, I can get behind this. Um, but they agree to keep Pharaoh's powers a secret. Except for the ones that Reese gave her. Yeah, we'll only lie a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Just a little. Yeah, it's too risky at this point. Right. Um, they get back and Amron asks what happened with Tarquin. And Pharaoh's like, well, he didn't try to slaughter us on sight. So things went decently. And Reese is like, Pharaoh, what are you talking about? I mean... and, the, and then he says, the royal family remains alive and well. Tarquin's people suffered losses, but Crusader and Varian are unharmed. And Amaran's, like, shoulder's, like, slump. She's, like, relieved, which is because like, that's the answer that she wanted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Nesta Nessa just asks for Cassian by name, and I think it's the first time she does. She's like, what What about Cassian? And Moore's like, he's busy. Wait, did you mention how they, like, fuck in the tent? No, because While people are dying are around boring. Them? <laughs> They're so inconsiderate. It's kind of not boring, though, how they're literally banging in a tent while there's sick and dying people all around them. Yeah, and it... it okay, so Pharaoh is, like... Okay, so, like, Reese and is upset because they need more allies. They're, like, going to lose this war. Something needs to change. And then yeah. she, like, feels like she needs to comfort him by giving him a BJ. <laughs> <laughs> by giving him a sloppy toppy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and his, like, moans are drowning out the... They shield the their yeah. tent. That's so bad. But she says, like, his moans are drowning out the, (gasps) like, moans of the sick and dying. Did she say that? Yeah, and it's crazy. It's crazy. It's Um, crazy. I blocked that out. Anyways, Nesta asks for Cassian by name. Good for her. Moore's like, he's busy, and she's irritated. Then she says, when he gets back, keep your forked tongue behind your teeth. Reese sends Moore away with the text to figure out the High Lord meeting once for all. Get it done. And then... Nesta and Amorin get back to working and Amorin tries to basically comfort Nesta by saying, like, Cassian goes to war all the time, like, this ain't shit, he'll be fine. He's probably just, like, confiding in the families of their fallen. Yeah. Nessa's like, oh, I don't even care. She's like, fuck okay, okay. yeah. it. I didn't like, even say like, anything. Mm, it's it's just, like, whatever. Uh-huh. <laughs> As Feyre and Reese are leaving, Feyre is like, take me to the prison. Okay, wait, I want to talk about our theory for how Hyper knows, like, everything about them. Yeah. What, Why do you think? I think... Well, I think they knew where Nesta was because light like calls the like and Nesta has oh, a bunch the of the cauldron. Fair. So you don't think it was actually was a personal attack on Reese? You think it was strictly because they knew where Nesta was? Um, maybe it was a double whammy. But how would but how would they have known that it was personal to him? Right. I think So I mean this um like the priestesses and their traumas go back years and years. But They would still have to... But Valaris has only started to be known in the last couple months. You're right. So that would have been a secret for for years and years. Right. Valaris is just being known in the last year. Listen, I have more to this theory, and this is only the beginning of it. I'm not going to go into all the details, but I think Elaine... Yes, we think Elaine maybe have like a villain arc coming up, and we will talk about that more in our theories episode, and we are going to make that a bonus episode. And... Look for that in the future if you're interested, because also we have a lot of theories about Elaine and a lot of theories about like Eris. Yeah. And listen, I'm here for an Eris redemption arc and I'm here for uh, a Tamlin. A lane. Tamlin, a redemption no. arc, Eris redemption arc and the an Lane villain, villain, villain arc. Villain and, arc. OK, but does that include Asriel in the villain arc? No, it doesn't. I don't. I think uh, I think Elaine and Asriel would make a terrible couple. I want Asriel with someone else. OK, I have my theories on who, but we're not at that yet. I think Azrael could be with literally a dumpster, and I would be happy over Aline. Azrael needs to move on from. I think the dumpster would be more <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Oh no. Okay, so they get to the bone carver, right? Okay, they bluntly ask him, "Find another object other than the ouroboros." the mon- The bone carver is like, "What the fuck do I want? Like, I have no need of riches. I can't use power." What is it with Farah and like? going to people that hold all the cards and asking for something <laughs> right because it's always worked out for her. <laughs> she's like, oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's maybe she's, did the same thing with Amarantha. She's getting a little narcissistic like Jesus fuck. Um, and then the bone carver is like, what about your firstborn and gestures to himself <sighs> and Reese notices but the bone cover says, bring me the mirror and you have my word. There's nothing else that I want. They walk out and he's like, hey, where's my bone? <laughs> And Reese chucks a uh, chicken bone from lunch at him. It's so funny. How did he? How did he know that he wasn't gonna ask for a more interesting bone? <laughs> I, he kind of like is upset about it though. He's like, oh, oh yeah, it's My a chicken bone. On the way out, Reese says, "What does he look like?" And Feyre knows what he's talking about. It's talking about the bone carver. Feyre shows him mind to mind what there could be. Sun looks like, um, and it's like. Ugh so cute it's like i'm over it yeah they're super hungry when they go back to home and they go to the kitchens for food and elaine is in there with nuala and carodwin and they're making bread and elaine is happy and laughing and covered in flour and favor is like okay we'll leave you to it i don't want to like push you too hard right now and she has a moment outside because Elaine is hungry and doing something and learning something. With with the spies, with the two spies, the yeah. two spy maids that were trained by Azrael. That's interesting. Oh, that's interesting. I got it in your head. Mm. Um, but Reese says, that's how I felt um, when I saw you smile that night we dined on the Sidra. And maybe that puts a little perspective into Feyre. Nesta questions Feyre the next morning. You're going to the meeting in two days? And she says yes. And then she says, "Why did you fight in the battle without a second thought?" And Feyre was like, "I had to. People needed help." And it feels like the wheels are turning, for Nesta. Things are going to change for her. Nessa's like, "Maybe I should think of someone other than myself." Yeah, for she's like, she, "I feel like she she is starting to like everybody in the inner inner circle, and she's like doesn't know how to." but yeah, yeah, she doesn't 100%. know how to like handle that. No, so she pretends Not that for she a doesn't. Second. Is that it? Yep. That's the end. Oh that's the end gosh. of chapter 40. This was, listen, and the second part's going to be just as long because, I mean, honestly, so much happens in this book. Yeah. It's, it, it's it, all important. It is what it is. Everything is important. <laughs> Everything's crazy. And we have fun talking about it, so I don't feel like it's, there's this, there's no downsides to it. So far, this has been my favorite. Oh. It's a good episode. It's my favorite. Okay. Let's get into the, the, the ending stuff. What is your quote of the week? Do you have it? Yeah. And it's an inspirational one. Sorry, sorry, not sorry. What we think to be our greatest weakness can sometimes be our biggest strength, which is when they are talking about the NFL. Yes, uh, that story philosophy. was really good. That needs to be an entire book. Yeah, I agree. I think it was just very, very heartfelt. I loved it. I yeah, and it hits that. us all hard because we all think we're less than, we all think we have weaknesses that are not strengths. Yeah, agreed. Um, Mine is... From Lucian when he tells Favre you are a better Friend to me than I ever was to you Ugh, Which is untrue Untrue but like he He just he's he, like the it's best like, Most self reflected one in the whole series Yeah and it's him starting to open up to the idea That Tamlin In his court is not where he needs to be I agree I love him I'm obsessed with him I know I'm like I told I texted Kylie earlier this week and I'm like I'm just so upset right now that like Lucian Made it Elaine and not me I know I know <laughs> He's too. He's just. He's too. He's too kind in this world, like. But he's a sly fox. What does it mean? Yeah, I guess we haven't seen that yet. The thing is, is he's just. He's been so genuine and authentic and sweet. Like, even more so in my opinion than Azrael. He's made less mistakes, and I don't mind mistakes. But in my opinion, with his friends and the people he's cared about, I think he's made less mistakes. That's a good point. Because truly, all the mistakes he's made hasn't one hundred percent been in his own hands, right? With. Yeah, I Anthea and Tamlin. Right. Who would you want to be? I would want to be. I'm sorry, Nesta is so interesting to me. I mine is Nesta as well. I would would want to be Nesta. Bec- okay, but why? I just feel like there's so much to her that's so untapped. I would tap it. <laughs> so many double entendres coming from me I would tap into it, yeah. Mine was because things are heating up between her and Cassian. Oh, that's fair. And it's like the fun part of like our relationship. Yes. (laughs) It is. It is. Favorite character in this first half of the book? Lucian. Oh, good one. Mine was Bone Carver. I do love the Bone Carver. He's got some interesting lines, got interesting takes on what's going on. I do like him. I like him so much, but I just, I can't get over just how Lucian was treated, but just compared to who he is, compared to who he is. He's just, he's my, he's my king. Lucian stands. I swear if he takes like a villain arc, I will... No, there's no way. No, there's, there's no, way. no way. You're right. All right. Least favorite character. Elaine. That's Did an obvious one. It? Elaine is my overall. Okay. In, in, in every single book, all overall, <laughs> <I'd> fuck <laughs> Elaine forever. If I were to, if I were to fight any character in this, in this whole series, it'd be Elaine. I would, if I saw her, it'd be on site. She better put up the dukes because I'd be fucking fighting her ass. I hate her so much. Oh my God. Um, But in this specific space, like thing. forty chapters, probably Bragdon and Dan- Dana, Bra- Dan- Dana and Bra- the twins. Um, yes, <laughs> what's their name? Dagnan, Dagnan and Branna. Yeah, they were so interesting, though. They're so interesting, but I, it's like the adder, like they're cartoony. I, I like I, they're incestual. <laughs> they're so gross. Yeah, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Mine was obviously either elaine or the way everyone treats elaine because they are i do hate the way they treat elaine yeah fucking put her on the sidewalk and let her feign for herself yeah also more she was like really the the next one it's more for me really the next half it's more for me. i did want to ask you like when cassie or when nesta yeah nesta is like like um what's up with cassie and during the battle nesta is like really snarky towards or Oh, my God. More is really snarky towards, towards Nesta, Nesta about Cassian. And why do you think that I agree. was? Um, I think it's... I honestly think it's jealousy. I think... And we'll, we will probably talk about this more in the next one. Because okay. it'll come up more. Mm-hmm. But I think more is so content with being like doted upon mm-hmm. between Cassian and Azriel in different ways. That I think... Someone coming into the mix and changing that dynamic is something that she's genuinely afraid of. Yeah. Can, because she's yeah. so used to being the person. Mm. And without that, like, who is she? She's left to kind of figure out who she is and what she wants. She's not, wants ready, and, for and that she's not ready for any of those things. Ooh, good and so I think she very much resents Nesta for that. Um, and yeah, maybe I will change mine though because I really hate Reese. And I and right now because specifically because of what happened at that meeting with Kier, I'm so frustrated with him about yeah, that. Yeah, that it's I I honestly dislike so many people in this. It's actually kind of crazy. Yeah, they're really going downhill right now. Yeah, it's but it's war, you know. This is war. <laughs> this is war according to Paris. I can't knows. imagine if we would survive this if they just <laughs> leave us apart. <laughs> I've never been, but you know, you yeah. guys have. So you tell me. I heard um, somebody say that maybe more was being protective over Cassian because Nesta has been like cold and mean towards Cassian. And now all of a sudden she's like, oh, well, how is he? And she's like, well, you don't. why do you care? You're just mean to him all the time. Yeah. And I guess that's kind of fair. But at the same time, Cassian has been in her face. Yeah. In a sense. Like, it's not like Cassie. It's not like she's going out of her way to go be around him and be rude to him. Cassian is right. going to her. Because he can't stay away. Because he can't. Good so point. it's like, that's not even valid, in my opinion. Yeah. And also the way the inner circle is treating Nessa and Elaine both, after they were both made by the cauldron, violated and humiliated by Hibern, like they're not giving them any like time to figure it out. So yeah, that's my biggest gripe. And it's going to be specifically later on. But yes, I agree. I think that they have been alive for 500 years and they have had 500 years to figure to work through emotions right to work through traumas and let's be clear none of them have worked through their trauma i mean not one of them has worked through their right. trauma and even favorite 500 they, years they gave favorite more time well after yeah. she was made yeah i, mean, all I of think them did i think reese drives um the timeline for all of them in the group yeah in my opinion and i think makes he sense. dictates how much time that they're allowed to have that makes sense and i think that when he decides it's that's it that's done it's it Like we're moving on and ferris they need mate, to get over it so it's like however much Pharaoh needed she fit and let's be honest Pharaoh has all of the people in that inner circle wrapped around her fucking finger mm. she and he she has since the day she walked in for some reason <laughs> she can't even read that's crazy no she can read now <laughs> she can, she read, can now. read that she read that book she's about she to read that book all right next week we are doing the second half of a court of wings in ruin uh, Thank- i'm excited that's yeah gonna that's be gonna be, be maybe even longer episode than this i don't know oh god three thank- hours <laughs> but thank you everyone so much for listening um if you're watching us and you like us please like and subscribe if you're listening please rate and review five stars on apple Podcasts. it really helps us if you have anything to suggest or anything like that you want to email us ask us questions send book us fan suggestions fit, book suggestions feedback um i do have a couple of things that i want to see fan art i want to see the twins i want to see dagnan and branna i want to see this is scene. that it i want to see the scene on the ice i want to see the library and i want to see like reese and Hybern's little face off on the ship i want to see lucian and Farah like huddled in a cave no oh. in, in <laughs> lucian's room oh he's like he's like trying to pull on pants and he doesn't have a shirt on <laughs> yeah it's so yes sexy i want to see it um yeah, the, I did actually write that up. I did, I I did write that, so write that bad. down. Ugh. And then maybe a little bit about Amran before she went into the rib. And then yeah. maybe a little bit about the bone carver, Striga and um, their older brother growing up Close together. Like, what is up with that relationship? I want to know about I it. I want to know about that relationship. Yeah, send Facts. it all in. Well, thank send you. Send it all in. Yes, thank you so much. And email it to Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, and we will link that in the show notes. And should we come up with a little like catch a catchphrase like as a goodbye like vocal gesture vulgar gesture okay (laughs) no i don't know should we do like um like sayings from sarah yeah oh i was gonna say like stay lit itty bitty litty libbies (laughs) (laughs) stay lit stay itty bitty litty libbies stay lit itty bitty libby libby. that's too much (laughs) that's too much of a tongue twister we'll shop it we'll shop it all right, everyone. Stay lit. Yeah, stay, stay lit. We'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye.